Congratulations. You're the uh, the champ. Congratulations, everybody. It's all winners in our hearts. I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, straight to door. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all, this might be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Thrill me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Hello? Yeah, boy, straight to dome. Still, people, we got to give people a moment of silence. They're still looking oh. for the phone calls. They're listening. <laughs> Last week's episode, and they still can't find their calls. I assure you they're there. Where it is, they're still out there looking. That's right. That's right. Legend has it. Legend has it. The people are still looking. Well, but, we're, but tonight we're about to randomly rant on all things movies here on the Bad Boys Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to donating to uh, downloading to streaming, however you do it. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, aka MCP. You know, I was really hoping he'd match that intensity, Harley, with ours, Tony, but he just, you know, I'm over here, MCP. Mm-hmm. He let us down. Tony, he let us down. For the four hundred and ninety eighth week in a row. <laughs> four hundred and ninety eight, you know. Hopefully he'll bring it for the five hundred. <laughs> are, are we doing something special for five hundred? What are we doing? I am going to do PCP live on the podcast. Nice. Yes. Going to be doing Dip, dip, dipped in hot sauce like there you go yeah that's it dipped in hot sauce I feel like that's PCP isn't in the uh, isn't in the kids lexicon these days I think ecstasy and molly and and all of them the clubby jerk but nobody talks about PCP well, anymore. Well, you're an old man now that's like an old man I, I, I don't know like do people do PCP anymore? <laughs> you got to look up uh, their terms, though. Aren't they like uh, Zoomers? Isn't that Gen Z? Also known as Angel Dust, among other names. We have a we have a resident kid uh, on the podcast. We should ask uh, Tony's. Uh, oh, it's better half. <laughs> yeah, she's she's not she's not hip with the cool kids lingo, though. She's not. No, she's a little older now, right? I mean, that's. Is that the joke now? Yep. She's getting a little worried. She's getting a little older now. Yep. She's Evan's yeah. She's worried. Evan's kid is the youngest one on the baby. <laughs> you know, if I want to get technical, he was the youngest at the party. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, five hundred. We'll have to come up with something. Five hundred. If you guys got an idea, shoot our way. Um, you know, maybe do a live thing. I don't know. It'd be cool. I just. Downloaded Zoom yesterday. Worked pretty smooth. I don't know. Yeah, to we use Zoom. Chris uses Zoom every week with her with her family. I'd be down to take. I mean, I don't. Fucked up on five hundred. Tony. Yes. Tony. Um, 
you you must have some um, insight into this. What, How would he know? Zoom, right? How is it any different than Google Hangouts? It's not. It's been around for for a while. It's just it caught on probably because the the name. Like I was talking to someone from work about it. It's like, yeah, it's it's, it's not. It's not anything new. It's been around for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Skype did. And it's funny because um, in Mexico they twenty have years ago. And it and it's funny in Mexico they have one too called Zoom, but it's like to give out money. So when we were on last time, my cousin's like, I thought this was where we're gonna give out money. Like he kept expecting to give out money. Huh. Um, so I don't know if it was spelled differently or the same, but I just thought that was kind of funny. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I've just been, I don't know why all of a sudden, you know, some, some work must have said, Hey, this is the way to do it or it's easier. And, and then they got, and the word went out. I don't know. It's weird, right? Like how they just happened, but yeah, but like Tony said, it ain't nothing new. We've been, it's not new. Video. It just, it, it happened to become a buzzword right when we were getting quarantined and, you know, mm-hmm. staying at home. And it just the right timing. It just blew up everybody. And you, have to pay yeah. for, you have to pay for Skype. No, Skype no. is free if you're just calling other Skype users. Right. If you want like group calls or something like that, then yeah, it, it starts getting uh, into the pricey range. Yeah. See, that's why. Yeah. I, that's why I'm wondering if that's why people are like, you know, never brought up Skype or just. Well, like, Chris, you Zoom for Skype. free. All right. Um, and she, she, you know, she, she's, um, uh, multi does it with a dozen people or so. And, um, it's fine. It works. Um, but if you don't pay for it, I think it's limited to an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, when well, we were on zoom last night, it said, uh, uh, enjoy an unlimited thing for tonight for your first time or something. It, it, they gave oh, it okay. So they give you a little first one's always free. Yeah, yeah. Cause at first the hour was like, okay, you guys only have an hour. And then after that, it said, Enjoy the rest of the night or something for free or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's smart. We'll think of something, but, uh, um, you know, but I just want to give a kudos and shout out to Tony for editing the shit out of that episode, um, last week. <laughs> if you guys are still pissed off about it, thank Tony. Yep. Um, it was, uh, I didn't hear any comments in the, in the messenger about it though. Oh, you, they, did, you missed it. Oh, they, I, they alluded I, to it. Only was oh, uh, did they? Okay. MC Matrix or something where you called them. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, there's something wrong with the MC Matrix. That's it. Yeah, he called. Yeah. Him. Hey, his wife was listening. He's like, "Is this?" He was tripping out. He's like, "Is this me or is this, this shit all fucked up?" Yeah, <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> putting, posting uh, some funny gifs of like, yeah. "I'm lost. I'm confused." So it's funny, like I, you know, I'm I'm driving at work and I, and I just kept hearing them or not hearing, but I read you know that comment saying. uh Oh, we just skipped to the, the calls and then listen to episode later. And I'm like, huh, I'm driving around to work. I'm thinking like, I don't know why he just stood on me. I'm like, huh, is that so? Okay. Yeah, think and, I'm I don't like, know if you, you know remember, what? but I was responding to that same thread of going like, uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you. Yeah. I'll get you next time. So you said mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, huh? Okay. So I throw out a message to Harley and Tony. I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this? And then it just happened to be Easter weekend. Tony had chosen the movie Hunt. It couldn't have been any more perfect. And I was thinking, I said, I said to the guys in text, I'm like, hey, what if we did this? And fucking scramble the episode and just had them try to find their calls. Look like an Easter egg hunt. Yeah, that was perfect, perfect idea. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. it was pretty good time, right? I mean, it's like I said, I was just driving to work, came to me and I was like, all I had to do was think of the idea. And, uh, I pat, and I had to, you know, Ollie, you to Tony and Tony fucking slammed Duncan, broke the rim, broke the glass. <laughs> That's how. Um, Pulled a shack on that. I knew it was gonna be a lot of work, but 
And I'm saying if MCB could do it, if he was, well, this is the other thing. Tony has to be in a good mood, right? He had to get Tony in a good mood. If he yeah, that's right. Him. You notice it took a few days? Yeah. What the <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to Tiger King me in 10 minutes and cut me off. So <laughs> right. I thought I was like, Tony, and this is good. If you think, if there's a good idea, go for it. So he liked the idea. I'm like, cool. Go for it. Nailed it. Oh, and that's what it was too. You, uh, you posted it and I was, um, at the, t- when you posted it in our chat, um, it was right around the time I was trying to decide when I was going to wa- watch the turtles TMNT. And uh-huh. so I posted, I, I responded. I said, J- let's just record like normal. I'll slice and dice. And then, and that's right. That's right. I remember that? Yeah. yeah. Slice and dice. Yes. So I was in a good mood because I was thinking like, Oh, when am I going to watch TMNT? And then you posted that. I was like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. See, see Harley. So you catch him in a good mood. Mm-hmm. See, so. So yeah, so anyway, it's like, like I said, threw it out there, see how it worked, and then Tony's like, hey, I love it, let's do it. And like I said, did the call perfectly, and then if you go back and listen to it, you know, it's, it's chopped up perfectly. He even drops a little boom sound, a little beep, little beeping sound, so you can hear something. And it's like the first, like, three, four minutes you hear Scott doing his call, you're like, oh shit, they're gonna play the call right now? Wait, what? And then it ends, and the episode continues, and you're like, the hell was that? So if you listen in the beginning, like, like Reed does, where he, because you know, we all love Reed. He actually listens to the entire episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Check it. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> hey, you might. Yeah, Everybody you loves Reed. Reed. You know. Reed. Stupid Here ass New Zealander. Here we go. Here we go. You know, he's the one that actually listened to the entire episode, and he listens. Oh, he's to trying it. to. Oh, he's trying to brag that they don't got the coronavirus over there. They're cleaned up, man. You know, he did, they he were going to get it. He did say they were going to get it too when D was on his way over there. Yeah, D would. They, they, they were smart, man. They were like, no, nope, no yeah. stupid Americans. <laughs> Ecuadorian, Salvadorian ass out there, man. Don't bring him over here. Uh, um, he does say he, he fast forwards every time Harley talks, so maybe that's why he thinks he's deal. Ah, makes. I would too. He puts you in that triple speed. I think. I, 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 I fast forwarded every time I hear my I voice. Know. So we're just patting ourselves in the back, and I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. It was just fun, you know. Uh, Tony had a lot of work, and I, I gave kudos to Tony for editing it. It was awesome, really well done. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then we did get some feedback. People were listening, going, "What the fuck?" And everyone's like, "Here's my huh." And then uh, hopefully, like I said, hopefully they uh, they found him. Tony's not time stamping it. It's an Easter egg hunt. No, no clues, no nothing, no cheat codes. And obviously, they already knew how many points they got and everything because they obviously. But I don't know if they listen to it all. I'd like to get a feedback if they had to just, you said, if they just do in the towel or threw up the white flag and said, okay, I got to listen to the entire episode. Cause if they did, like, hey, you did it. My voice. <laughs> you succeeded. So, but yeah, I said 500. We'll do something interesting. We'll see. Uh, any extras you guys check out anything? Nope. Tony, you still playing Animal nope. Crossing? Uh, not as much. Uh, she, we finally beat it. So I'm like, oh, hey. well, yeah, like there, there's a, there's a goal to get somebody to come and play a concert on your island. So we got him to do that. And now it's just like, have fun and, and do whatever you want. You can, you can, um, landscape your island and you can shape the island and add, add rivers. You could add what, blah, blah, blah. And so it's like, not a lot of, uh, story driven thing any, any, anymore or uh-huh. goals. So. Gotcha. Are you playing with people online too when you play? No, we haven't. We haven't gone online. Okay, because River was playing and he's like, hey, who are these two people? I don't know their names. And I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, are you online? Who the fuck are these And guys? they just, they just, they just came to his island? Yeah. 
just randomly. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's funny. It's not online, though, is it? Is that just? Yeah, it is. Uh, oh. Well, okay. So, so there's an aspect where there's in-game characters that could come to your island, and there's mm-hmm. also an aspect of real people can come to your island. Now, when you do that, that's online, but you have to go through some hoops in order to connect to other switches. Okay. So we can't so just those are just AI then. Like, yeah, so they're just the the AI NPCs. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm saying like, what the hell? And I, uh, so I'm playing my game, and all I look over, and I hear like really fast. It's like, like <laughs> yeah. when uh when Doc was giving my uh little maximum advice in my Tyson punch out. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's so fast, you know. That's funny. <laughs> But I got a new game. I beat Days Gone, and uh, that was a really good game. That was a lot of fun. Cool. But there's still like it's funny like when you beat games nowadays, like it's not over. You know, it's like hey, now that you beat, oh, the game, that was always, you know, that was always. It's like remember you beat the game, you know, go do, go do all this other stuff. I'm like, fuck no, dude, I'm not gonna do other stuff, man. I just beat the game, like you know, I want to get all that shit beforehand and then beat it, you know. But there's still like, but now it's like I can go to that place or I can go place and do this. But that fucking game made me so, that gave me so much anxiety. With the zombie hordes, and there were so many, and I didn't have enough. Like, I like, the, like some shooter games where you just have unlimited ammo, right? When you just run out of clip, the guy's got a clip, and it's, bam, it's unlimited, right? This one is like, fuck, man, it's like scarce. It's just like, I don't have enough, and I have to go find stuff, and it's like, all right, it's all over. Yep. But my new game I'm playing uh, is Mad Max. And that one, I don't mind, as uh, Tony would call it, grinding. I like grinding. I like getting in my fucking car. I love the roar of the engine. I love taking off. I got a dude named Chum Bucket who hangs out in the back when my car's about to get blown up. It gives me five seconds to jump out. It's on flames. My man Chum Bucket gets on the fucking hood of the car, flames to the, to the, to the sky. He's got the fire extinguisher out, cools it off, pulls the wrenches while I'm fighting war boys and shit and fucking kicking the shit out of him. And he's fixing the car. When I'm, when I'm done beating up all the bad guys, I turn around. My car is ready to go. He's good to go. He's in the back. I'm like, hell yeah. You get in the car, drive off. And then you get like these, it's almost like, it's funny how when you start playing these games, you start, they start picking up like the, the cool parts of other games, you know? Um, it's interesting how they're like, oh, this is like this game, or this is like this game. Like I get a lot of elements of, uh, days going just cause I remember just playing it or, you know, you save a place and like, okay, this is your camp. You can come in and get some stuff. Or, um, you know, you can do these side missions and then you'll get some more stuff too. Um, but then the fighting style is kind of like Batman Arkham. Where you can do a bunch of combos, where you can fight guys, and then you know, hit the triangle to block. Yeah, cool. Keep fighting, and 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 the and the and and the, this is a silly thing, but I don't know why, but it it just is the coolest fucking thing because it's just I don't know if it's just to this controller, but it's got a little speaker on the controller, so when you do certain things, it plays sound effects from the controller. All um, right. Like you got a harpoon in the back of the car, so sometimes I'm driving by these the snipers, I'll shoot a harpoon at them. It'll get them stuck, and you hit circle to release it, and then fucking just get over here, Scorpion sign just sends them flying. And then you hear the the cable on this on the speaker on the on the controller, and then when it reels back, you hear it. Or even when you zipline, it does a cool like you know sliding down and does that weird like twang noise when the when the bar stops shaking. You know, I don't know why I, I dig the shit out of that fucking sound effect on the on the controller. It's such a cool little, it's a different. You know, remember when vibration came out on like the PS2? You're like, whoa, this is cool. Oh, that was huge. Right? It was huge, right? So now you got that and then you got, they got these cool little sound effects on the controller. I don't know, man. I just geek out. It's, it's, it's kind of cool, but I love the character design. It's just like, um, it's not as, it, what's weird. It's like PS4 graphics are, uh, you know, obviously insane, you know, than, than what we're so used to from back in the day, but 
there's still some where like some look just amazingly like like really really well done graphics right where like the detail is just out of control and then you have like your i guess it'd be like uh like your uh not the straight to dvd because this one's got really cool graphics too but it's not as polished as like say red dead redemption right where it's like a lot of okay let's, let's i'll put it this way like the budget to a movie right when you got yeah the big studio the big like tentpole games, you know. Thank you. you yeah, know, the big the Call of Duties, and like Grand Theft like Auto to like a like a like a nice one. Like Watch Dogs yeah. are fun; it's cool, but the graphics aren't as you know par as to like where you yeah. look at everything goes. Oh, look at the fucking details on that, right? Yeah. Where the driving's kind of like really choppy, or some games are like really really well done, you know. But in this one, do you? And this one's just fun because it's like free roaming. You're driving around. You can do some missions. You can do the actual mission, or you can do side ones. And usually, I like to be like just let me just be. Let me just drive to this one and go to it. But this one, I don't mind. I don't mind fucking driving my car around, doing other shit. For some reason, I just love this wasteland world. I love it. Of the character design, it's like really it follows like Road War, Fury Road. It's just everything. It's so cool. Like you'll be driving, you'll see motherfuckers driving by you, and they'll see you and they'll turn around, they'll fucking attack you. Like oh shit! And now you're fucking driving, hauling ass, smashing into them. They're smashing into you. You can shoot the harpoon, pull the door off. And then when it rolls back, you can shoot the guy, the driver, send his ass flying, blow up their car, take the scraps and go from there. Or you can take the car back to the yard. It's fucking cool, man. I, uh, when it first came out, I wanted to get it and I waited. I'm like, nah. And then after a while, I needed a new game to play. I went to the, uh, the store, um, cause you can't go to GameStop anymore. So I just went, I just got it digitally for like 20 bucks. And that's all I've been playing. And I, uh, I just want to, and then the, the cool part is like you're souping up your car. The entire time, right? You keep adding tires, you keep adding spikes and stuff. It's just, uh, it's a lot of fun, man. So that's what I'm playing right now. Um, uh, so that's, that's what I'm playing. And then, uh, what else? Go and, oh yeah. So on Friday night, um, we wanted to watch Saw 2, but Amy was watching Ozark season three, um, behind us in her office and it was really loud. So crew really wanted to watch Saw 2 and, you know, we remember that whole story how we almost couldn't watch that one. So he's like, I don't want to watch it yet, you know, because she was staying up till like two in the morning watching that dang show. He was obsessed. So we're like, all right, let me just find something else. And then we, I went on Shutter. He saw this cool cover for the movie called Hunt. Um, it's got like these three cool clown masks. And he's like, this looks kind of cool. Producer from producer Eli Roth from the writer of Quiet Place comes Hunt. And the actors know, I don't know any of these people, you know, it's almost like a, straight to DVDs, but now you can say straight to streaming, right? Um, I wonder if that still has that same sound too, where it's like, you remember when people say, oh, it's really straight to video, right? They had that stigma of it not being so great because it never went to the theater. Mm-hmm. If it goes straight to streaming, do you think that holds that? So that's that same title, Harley, you think? There's still, there's still a stereotype, I think, that comes with straight to. Right. Um, I do. I do. I think it's changing. I think Netflix certainly wants you to mm-hmm. not, you know. Um, Cause yeah, cause and I think right, cause you have the Scorsese flick and then you have the Michael Bay flick, right? So it's well, like, and that's the thing. I think, I think, um, I'm going to say, I think one more time because I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm saying. Um, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have that stigma anymore. Some of the best movies. Are coming out straight to dot 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 mm-hmm. streaming service. You know, is basically it used to be Netflix, but now it's obviously mm-hmm. Amazon. Like cord cutters too. So to me, it almost seems like not even a big deal. Like for like Tony, he already streams everything anyways. So if yep. something pops up new, he's probably like, 
fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch it right now. Right, Tony? Yeah. Oh, my, no, that's that's pretty accurate. Okay. I mean, I you know, it's I there's definitely too though. I mean, there's you know, there's TV or movies, right? I'm there's, almost more there's... likely to pay like a twenty dollar rental fee for a movie that I wanted to see in the theater, but I get to see it at home. Like, man, no, I, you do like that. You, you, you're, I'm, you're I'm okay with that. like, I, I, it, it depends on the movie. Um, but I'm okay with paying just a, a higher rental fee because it supports a movie, um, type thing. Cause, okay, for like, is this before the pandemic or like right now during the pandemic? That's right now during the pandemic, pandemic, but I still, I, I still have, feel like I would have thought the same way even before. Like I'm, I'm done going to the theater, and I don't enjoy that. Exp- I don't enjoy the experience. Yeah, you know, the only thing about the theater is the huge speakers, and it's like, is that really worth the premium of like another fifteen dollars versus waiting for a five dollar rental? You know, it, yeah, it's so interesting. I think a lot of people. Avengers uh, Endgame, Tony. Yeah, like Avengers Endgame. It's like that. That you have to watch. There, there's no Never get your ass in the theater. Yeah, get your ass in the theater. Yeah, but it's, awesome. but there's very few movies that are like that nowadays that, that warrant for me to want to go to a theater. Because, yeah, because we're in a day and age now where you have an HD TV in your home. Harley has a projector. It's not full 1080p, but it's all right. It'll do. It's 1080p, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I, you know, I, I got 7.1. I got 7.1. I got 7.1. Don't fuck with my shit. It's so fucking. That even a you and I knew it was gonna fucking rub the rug. I knew it. I just had to throw it out there and I knew it was gonna piss him off. Um and then you and people have, have great surround sounds at home now, right? So it's like yeah. you need to like okay, if I rent a trolls world tour at my house, right, for twenty bucks, or I'm gonna pay a hundred bucks to take all my kids to the theater to see it, right? Yeah. I watch it at home and then they don't they don't now was I wonder if these twenty dollar ones were they just twenty four hours or were they forty eight hours? Because like on demand like on cable, they'll give you 48 hours. They'll give you two days to watch it. You're paying 20 bucks, like say on iTunes or something or Amazon. Like, do they give you just 24 hours to watch it? And once you watch it, you're done. Or do you have it, like you can watch it over and over again for that 24 hours? That's a good question. I'd be curious. Yeah. So, but yeah, so like I said, I'd rather pay 20 bucks. If none of them, like say just me and Amy watched it and they watched it, I'm like, well, at least I saved all that money, you know? <laughs> I had snacks already at home. You know, I get the bathroom right now. You know, we can stop whenever we want. And yeah. So, before that, I mean, they, they've always um, teased, you know, like they were going to do something like that. And uh, I'm curious to see, because I don't know if you have those numbers, Harley, um, instead of box office numbers, but like if there's any way to like check streaming numbers, because I'm curious to see how trolls. No, they don't, trolls. because companies like right? Netflix, they don't, they won't speak about their. But this, Netflix, their but this is all rental shit. This is like, let's be like, so if you went to box office Mojo, it wouldn't tell you. There's no numbers. There's, they're like, their sites like closed right now because nobody's in the theater. Yeah, basically. They wouldn't yeah, give, I've never they seen it. They wouldn't give you the box numbers for, like, like, well, right? and it's like, you know, if I do box office mojo. Because I'm curious because it, like you said, Invisible Man was already in the theater. So it already had a huge run, for like three, four weeks. And the hunt, I think maybe was in the theater for one week and they came straight to home video. But the trolls was like the very first one where it's like not even. Um, in the theater at all, went straight home because I need, I think even Onward had a stint on the theater and they went home, right? I'm trying to think. I can't remember. For instance, Haunt, right? The 2019 Halloween movie. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yep. Okay. 
It made $1.9 million worldwide. It did not get a domestic release. So where, where, make, where is that coming from then? Worldwide, international. So I did, I did get uh, some. It actually does have a break it down. Uh, it made half a million dollars in Germany, uh, 365000 in the Netherlands, Russia, Spain. It's interesting how they'll get a movie like that into the theater. Russia, yeah. Yeah, so, so those – some of these – Well, what's the budget on this one? That doesn't say. Because if, if they made a million in Germany, like if it was like a 500 budget, then they already made their money back. But yeah, it's just – it's pretty cool that the theme, it's uh, on Halloween – a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. Night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. So yeah, so they're always just Halloween. They see a sign. They go in the home, and uh, these clowns aren't saying anything. They're like, huh? Okay. Here's a funny. Here's a trippy thing. So I'm watching it, and uh, and uh, this one I realized I'm watching with my my you know a young kid and my son because he's like, hey, that's the kid from Henry Danger. Now, Henry Danger is this Nickelodeon show where this kid uh, had superpowers. And uh, it went on for like a couple of seasons because the kid was like little when he started. Now he was like a freaking almost like teenage, like a super tall teenager. And my crew was like, "Hey, that's the guy that played the bully." So he's like, "Oh, that's weird." He's got uh, he's seeing him in a whole other light because in this movie he's like cursing up a storm. <laughs> oh shit! That'd be like something you you watch like Full House, you know, growing up, and then you see like <laughs> like uh, Uncle Jesse or like you know Danny or like you know or like the Olsen twins, you know, as adults cursing. You're like, this is weird man you know especially came from nickelodeon mm-hmm. so i was just kind of wondering how, how, you, how you, the thought process and what's hilarious is that kid spoiler alert he got the one of the coolest deaths i've ever seen i'll spoil it for you guys because you probably uh, never watch it but uh so you got the hammer right and then the other side is what the nail remover right right so my man's lying down on his, on his back uh when the clowns puts the nail remover on his inside his mouth and starts peeling away. <laughs> Jeez. And it comes up and you show it and you're like, whoa, you know. Um, and it, yeah, it was, it's just, you know, it was, it wasn't too long. It's, it, it paces really cool. The actors, they're not the greatest. Um, it's like, um, you know, like I said, I don't know any of these people, you know, like, no, except for the one guy that crewed you. So, um, and he was pretty annoying. So when he got his upcoming, it was, it was, it was fun to watch. Um, uh, but it was fun. It wasn't, you know, anything new. I mean, there's that movie Hellfest. It was kind of the same thing. It's almost like that Deep Impact Armageddon, you know, two movies come out at the same time. They have the same story. I don't know why that always happens, you know. Like, it's just, it's the scripts are, like, held off. And they go, hey, somebody's making that movie. Let's try to beat them to it. And then somehow they, like, they come out months. I think that hard. I think that happens. I think a lot of times a, a movie script kind of comes to, you know, in a big because if you all, if you if you remember like, one of them has traction like oh shit we got to put ours out we have a same we got yeah, well, what happened same script we better hurry up and I think more oftentimes than not the one that comes out first is of lesser quality and lesser budget um, like remember Deep Impact came out right before um, Michael Bay's Armageddon yeah and it was like these movies are strangely similar but this one is cheap. And this one is over the top. Michael Bay had Bruce Willis and, and Aerosmith, man. And that, yeah, and Aerosmith. <laughs> they weren't in the movie. Just their song. And had, had animal crackers, man. Come on. That's but, you know, I, so I think what happens is uh, the, you know, another studio tries to, you know, go, oh, that's a good idea. Let's beat him to the punch, but we'll do a cheaper version of it and, you know, sure. try to make some money off of right. it. Right. So, 
like I said, Hellfest was cool, but this one, this one, I, uh, this one, I, I enjoy a little bit more because the, the, the deaths were a little more brutal. I like the clown mask. And then when they take their mask off, they look even uh, scarier without their masks, if you can imagine that, because, you know, clowns are already scary enough. But when they take their mask off, they were looking even scarier. It's just mean spirited. And it had a really cool, like, final girl. She was badass, and I always enjoy a cool final girl. And this was, her name was Harper, played by Katie Stevens. So shout out to Katie Stevens. She did really well. And, uh, I just like it when protagonist keeps coming, you know, it's, you pull for them, you know, you don't want them just to be the, the one, you know, especially when we've seen that cabin in the woods and they do all the, the cliches. So it's kind of interesting to, when you go back after knowing, you know, all the tropes, but then you still, I don't know. I still always pull for the final girl. So I'm, I'm going to buy it for a dollar. It was, you know, it was enjoyable. It's streaming right now on Shutter. And then Saw 2, the sequel to the first one. This is where uh, Donnie Wahlberg shows up. And man, it's weird, man. It's like when he starts talking, you almost you could hear like, "What? No!" And they talk, you know. It's written by Lee Winnell, uh, who wrote and directed *Invisible Man*, and he wrote it with Darren Bowsman, who directed it. Which I believe Darren Bowsman directed two, three, and four. They all have the same look to it. The the traps get um, more elaborate. There's more people to get killed by the jigsaw. In fact, jigsaw. And Sonny Smith returns from the first one, which is pretty cool too. And then you got, um, Lynn Plummer. You remember him? And there's one, oh, Dina Meyer. Well, doesn't love Dina Meyer. Whenever I say Dina Meyer, I have to grunt because my buddy Jeff always says, when I mention her name or we talk about a movie she's in, he just goes, Oh, Dina Meyer. So that's for you, Jeff. <laughs> it's funny too. This, the poster for Saw, it's just two, um, fingers going straight up. You know, they look like uh, corpses' fingers. Nails are all rotted, fingers are all rotted. Pretty neat advertisement. Um, yeah, this one has that famous, uh, if you guys seen it, that huge pit full of hypodermic needles. Oh, you know, that's the one. Yep. Right? See, if yep. anyone I remember seeing it in the theater. You did? Yeah, I actually went to the theater and saw it, and I was like, this sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's yep. what, uh, it's funny because it returns Shawnee Smith back from, you know, surviving the bear trap, um, trap, and then you have. Um, Jigsaw, played by Tobin Bell, who's like, you know, dying from cancer and he can give a fuck. He's like, you know what? I'm punishing and my, every, any motherfucker from here on out until before I die. So he's helping out the cops, but it, before he's helping him out, he's got all these people trapped in, uh, all these elaborate traps anyway. So, um, one dude's got like the, um, the mask where it's like uh, in front of his face and one behind him with a bunch of spikes is about to squash his face if he doesn't take the key out. Um, but before he realizes where the key is, Jigsaw shows him an x-ray picture and it shows the key is right where his eye used to be. Cause when we, when we see the guy, his eye's missing. So obviously the key's inside there. He's pulling the scalpel to his face. He's like, is he going to do it? Is he not? And he keeps cutting back and forth. And it's really cool because they amp it up. If they, they keep doing these quick cuts where it's like showing him the music's intensifying and he's got the, the, the blade right by his eye and he won't do it. And he's like, you know. He's having like a more comfort. Like, should I do it? Should I not? Fuck it. Whatever. I'll just try to pull the trap off and, you know, it never works out. But the, yeah, the, the needle scene, if anybody remembers any of them, it's always that goddamn scene. It's crazy. Um, so, but yeah, the Saw series, the, the, a couple ones, they just, they're a little more polished. They, they start to get really crazy and far out there in the further ones. So this one, I'm going to give it four quarters, but you got to jump through a hyper ne- pit of needles to find it. Yeah. It won't be fun, but it's in there. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't want to touch the button. My mouse, I imagine my mouse underneath a pit of hypodermic needles. 
Dude, it was it's just, just it's just, just clever because even as a kid, you know, you don't remember like you just nobody ever liked needles, but just to see them, even to do that scene was insane. Like I wanted to show them the features afterwards. You know, I just to do that scene because if you, you got all the needles, you got to take them off all the blades, and you know, even though I, even doing that scene, even though you know like all the blades be gone, it would still fuck with your mind, right? To be in there. <laughs> if you ever if you ever and everyone's gotten shots before, so they remember that first time, you know, they don't like it. It hurt. Um, no, the, the 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 thing about that scene for me is I I cannot I cannot picture that without imagining a needle going under my nail. Oh, okay. See, that's the thing. It's, I, it's, I hate it. It's like ah, every time. And you've had that happen, right? Yeah, like I've had that that not a not a hypodermic needle, but I've had right. something like other like a splinter. I think I've had that mm-hmm. under my nails a few and times. And I was like a bitch, yeah. So now a needle, fuck. Uh-huh. See, it's funny. I was listening to a horror podcast and I talked about that before too. It's like, like you can show me a decapitation, arms being limbed off, no problem. You show me a paper cut or a <laughs> like, I felt all of those. So when you show me that on screen, that's what affects me more. Right. I've never I, felt I, my I, head I, get chopped off, so <laughs> I can't really it? relate. <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, newsflash, guys. All right, guys, for the 500th episode, totally get decapitated. <laughs> I just want to see what it's like, so I could maybe I'll finally like. like horror movies after having experienced. Yeah, Tony's head's on the ground rolling down. Hey, man, this is oh, fun. Oh, I get it, guys. I might give it another shot. You like you like Alec Baldwin and Beetlejuice? Just head your head. Oh my gosh! But yeah, no, you're right, and that's the thing, right? Anyone's everyone's ever felt the paper cut or nail under, and it fucking hurts. And they were right. They're like that. I experienced. So when I see that on screen. That drives me crazy. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. So you're right, Tony. Like, even if you say you were filming that scene, you're like, just don't go to Manil once. I'll be fine. And yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a cool scene. But yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's got a lot of cool scenes, but there's other ones that get even more brutal, more brutal. And just imagine like working on the Saw series too. Like, oh, we're going to kill somebody now. What kind of travel are going to do? Just the meeting rooms are pretty fun to do that for those movies, you know? Um, let's see. Oh, real quick too. While, while I was on, um, on Shutter, they have a series called Cursed Films. And currently they have right now, they have about six episodes, I think. And, uh, they just talked about all the movies that are, that are, that had curses or, you know, like right now, let me go on there right now and see. The very first one was Exorcist. And you guys heard stories about that, right? Um, same with, uh, okay. So there's five episodes right now. So they have The Exorcist. The Omen, Poltergeist, The Crow, and Twilight Zone, the movie. Um, you guys obviously remember the, the, you know, The Crow being one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, unfortunately, Brandon Lee died during the filming of it. And, uh, they kind of go over, they, it was interesting. They interview, like, the producer, um, Michael Behrman, who played the Skull Cowboy, who was like a deleted scene. So if anyone that knows the comics or the movie really well, they know of him and that scene. And they, they interview a guy that does special effects and t- he goes to in detail of how like the dummy bullet got lodged and how this happened. So it was interesting to see that take. And then, and then I saw like never before seen pictures that the special effects guy that interviewed him and he was really close to Brandon Lee. In fact, there's pictures of him uh, putting on the makeup. He would put the makeup on him every day. So he was really close with him. And I'm like, man, so watching the movie now, it's like completely different seen it from his perspective and he takes out all these magazines of like when he died or when they were having troubles before like some like some of the guys got like executed beforehand and they're like oh here comes that because they even talk about bruce lee's um curse you've heard of those curses too right tony with bruce lee 
I've heard them. I've, I've never got into detail on what they are. Like, yeah, that's the thing, right? There's that lore, right? There's that, oh, that Chinese mafia, or or even in the movie Dragon the Bruce Lee story, they have um, him find those demons, and uh, there's a scene where his dad's talking to him, talking about how the demons were after him. So they they dressed up Bruce Lee as a girl, but they wanted his like his they wanted his they wanted his child, and they kind of go over that in the movie, and they talk about it too on, in in the documentary, and they're only thirty minutes, so they're really cool. Um, but the Twilight Zone one, man, I had no idea this freaking uh helicopter crash and killed some people, and, uh, and John Landis will not talk about it. Um, I remember I was at a signing one time, and they're like, "Oh, we should have him sign the Twilight Zone." And we'll look at you like the line go, "You'll fucking never bring that up." You're like, what the hell? Um, same with Poltergeist, right? We, we all know the stories from that one, right? Right. Um, some people dying in the Omen, you know, and it's just like these things where like, uh, they have the, they just live on afterwards. We're like, oh man, see, the people are telling you not to be making that movie. So when you watch them, like, oh yeah, such and such died. And there's this one since, since Tony brought up TikTok yesterday or last week. Um, there was this one movie going around. Have you seen that, Tony, called Antrim? Antrim. Before we started, I uh, saw two. Uh, crew comes up to me and say, hey, you heard this Chris movie called Antrim? I'm like, Antrum? What the hell is that? You know, I saw it on TikTok. And sure enough, I looked, I looked up uh, Antrim on TikTok and uh, and it's yeah. on Amazon Prime right now. And uh, apparently it's like the most cursed movie of all time. <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. You see it? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, crew, this movie came out in 2019. There's no way this is real. You know? Um, I don't think you bought it, but it's just interesting. Like, the post looks fucking bitching. Um, but apparently it's it, what well, the tagline on the poster says the deadliest film ever made. And then, uh, one of the guys on TikTok was mentioning how like they screened it in Budapest or somewhere and like 56 people died in the theater or some shit. So other places won't screen it. Uh, it's got a 4.8 on IMDb. Came out in 2019, but it's filmed like it's in the seventies. So I don't think, I think, uh, he was getting kind of like how we were duped with the uh, Blair Witch where we thought that mm. was all real. So it's interesting to see, like, it's like the very first part of the internet, we were, we were you know, they had a website for the, the people that were gone missing. It was a really cool advertisement for the Blair Witch. And uh, now with this one, it's like, it's being mentioned through TikTok where some people are like, oh, this is, this is oh, interesting. So, so it's almost like the new wave of, you know, um, like the, the hype being built up for this movie, right? Where it's like, well, you guys hear about this, you guys hear about this. And then, oh, and people were saying they die after they watched it, like 24 hours. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like the ring now? <laughs> Cause I guess at the end of the movie, it's like, uh, you have, you have watched that movie in its entirety or some shit like that. And it's like, huh. And that shit kind of always like, I'm not gonna lie, that low key spooks me. Cause like, I remember, uh, with that one movie, we, with the app, I tell you when you die. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even download the app on my phone. <laughs> I don't want to know when I die. I'm like, even though I don't, you know, believe in this, it's like superstitious. I still didn't even want to download it. I didn't want to see it on the app store. I was like, I just, I'm like, no, you know? Um, so th- the way that this has it and, you know, little young minds are watching that read now, like, wow, what the hell? Like, that really happened? Especially the kid that was kind of going over and talking about it. He was kind of convincing. Um, but if you look, you know, it's like, you know, 2019, but it's making it film like it's in the 70s. Oh, like, I see. So it's a, it, it, it pretends like it's an old movie. Yeah, so it says rumored to have been lost. Here's the, here's the thing. So it was like, say it was a movie from the seventies, and, and they just now found it, right? But rumored to have been lost. Um, Antrim appears as a cursed film from the nineteen seventies. <clears throat> viewers are warned. Well, that's the thing. In the beginning of the movie, it says viewers are warned to proceed with caution. It's said to be a story about a young boy and a girl who enter the forest to save the soul of the recently deceased pet. 
They journey to Antrim, the very spot the devil landed after being cast out of heaven. There, the children begin to dig a hole in hell. So, like, whatever that, that concept sounds crazy and uh, interesting. Um, but it's like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, no one's seen this since the fucking 70s. Like, it's been first aside. I'm like, that I kind of dig too. I just kind of like how that's uh, the marketing where it's like, you know, you know I watched this, it's just curious or whatever. So, I kind of want to watch this next and I want to see, you know, um, just because I'm intrigued, you know, so it did, it did, it's doing its thing. But like I said, just for us watching Blair Witch and being hyped. Here and thinking it was real to like now on, on TikTok or even on this or social media in general. Um, they're hyping this movie up, so it's um, in fact, your cousin Oregano saw it, Tony. Ah, cool. On his story, he posted, he's like, Well, I just saw the movie Antrim, and it was just a picture of him with his eyes wide open. <laughs> and he's just like, Uh, he's like, I just saw this. So, and he asked, like, in this very next part of the story, he asked what movie I should watch, and I had just watched Haunt. So I threw it out there for him, and I'm not thinking he's going to answer because he probably gets a million replies, right? So then, and then he replied back. I was like, "Oh, great! The one movie I recommend." He's and he's going to watch Haunt. I'm like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> like, what if he doesn't like it, you know? And he's but then he replies back. He's like, "Well, if it's coming for you, it's got to be good, right?" I'm like, "Oh, shit!" That's not true. <laughs> you know? So I was like, "Oh, great!" You know, my uh, my horror loving ass going to backfire. But I told him, "Hey, you know, if you like it, it's cool. Not, you know, like." You can always watch Midsummer if you don't like it, you know, I'm trying to like cover myself, but he didn't reply, so maybe, you know, maybe he'll just be nice anyways and say, oh, it was cool, or, you know, or if he didn't like it, he won't say anything at all, and that'll be it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, um, but yes, but Cursed is a really cool, like I said, series on Shudder, and I learned a lot of cool stuff about The Crow, and I, you know, I, I eat that shit up about, and you can, you can watch about the, the Crow, and I just tried to learn something new from it, it was really cool. And it's still sad too, cause it's like, it's just so tragic, cause that was gonna be his big, huge movie coming out, man. We're like, you know, um, if you realize how much people love that movie, um, and it's even, it's so tragic too from the, the author himself, James O'Barr, he, uh, his girlfriend died, um, on the way to pick him up. Cause something, um, he had called her and he did a ride and something about he didn't have insurance at the time. And so he just lived with that guilt for like ever. When uh, she drove and got hit by a drunk driver um, into her car, so it's like just you know you can feel all that tragic when you watch the movie, and uh, it's just it's just tragic all around. Like you know, the, his story, him riding it, and then in the movie there's another tragedy, and it's, it's just weird because Bruce Lee died only making five movies, so did Brandon. It's just weird, all this, you know, tie-ins. But yeah, the cursed cursed uh, films on Shutter is a really cool series. So. Um, like that. Oh, I'll buy the series for a dollar, I guess, you know. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Whew. All right, I'm spent. I'm doing a lot of talking. How about you guys? You good? There you go. Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing. All right. Just the homework with the right. extra credit. Let's do it. Who had the homework? So, I go crack the cold one. Steve Weiser. So, I picked iOrigins. Um, it literally just came up on a list of like, you know, good sci-fi films that slid under the radar kind of thing. It's an older film, 2014. And, uh, Tony, I think you said you had it on a list too or something. Is that right? Yeah, it showed yeah. Right, it, the same Reddit list or something. <laughs> right. Maybe. I don't know. So, uh, I didn't, all I did was I read the synopsis. 
a molecular biologist and his laboratory partner uncover evidence that may fundamentally change society as we know it. And I'm reading um, another Dan Brown book. That's the only Dan Brown book I haven't read. And it's kind of something similar where, you know, a scientist finds the something to change the way humanity looks at, at us as being a human. So Dan Brown books about religion, like all of his books are. Um, and this one is, uh, this actually, this one doesn't have anything. <laughs> it, it, it ends up being kind of ro- a romantic drama. And I had no idea. I didn't even look at the drama, romance, sci-fi part of it. Um, I just saw that DVD cover. I read that. I saw 7.4 on IMDb. And I was like... Because they have drama and romance first before sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't think there's any sci-fi in this movie whatsoever, to be honest with you. Um, and, and so I watched it. And, you know, I'm about halfway through it. And I'm not going to spoil it. Um... I'm about halfway through it, and I'm like, "This is nothing what I expected." <laughs> <laughs> and it bumped me at first. I also kind of went into the movie in a bad mood, um, mm. but that was just my own personal, you know, situation. And mm. so I was like, I, I wasn't unhappy to watch the movie. I was just unhappy in life. I was, I was, I had a case of the Monday, so to speak. You right? Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I did. But so I gave it a chance. And so I was about, like I said, I was about halfway through it, an hour, you know, 45 minutes or so. And I was like, this is just a romantic drama. <laughs> and I was disappointed. I was upset. I was like, where's the cool sci-fi? Where's the cool science? Like they kind of, they hit you with a little bit of it at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and then it disappears. And then it goes away and he's like, and then, you know, it's about the developing the, the relationship between these two characters. Um, and so um, I, I had a hint at the spoiler at the beginning when he says uh, the very beginning, he says, I'm a normal guy. I'm married and has kids. And that when I remembered that I thought, Hmm. I think that's a, I think that's a, uh, a hint that something's going to happen. And so, um, I wasn't that surprised when the, when the big shock happened, I don't know, an hour into the movie or whatever. But it was compelling. You shocked, you said? No, I wasn't. I wasn't actually. Hmm. Cause when at the beginning, when he says I'm married with kids, I immediately was like, Oh, that shit ain't happened. Like something happens. Like I know, and I kind of suspected of who it was because of their interests, because of, you know, it wasn't, the person's not exciting, but it's, it's safe kind of thing. And they obviously spend so much time together. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, 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 you know, that I kind of had a feeling that that's what was going to happen. But here's the thing. When it happened, I still was like, Okay, like I, I genuinely, I thought the chemistry was good. I thought I, it worked. I think, I think it was it, uh, Mike Cahill is the writer director, which ironically, the extra credit is also written and directed by the same person. And um, it worked for the most part. 
Uh, once I put aside my preconceived notions of what it was about or what I was hoping it was about, uh, it was fine. I, I was, I was upset that it didn't give any kind of, uh, ironically, clarity or I don't know how Tony's going to feel about this at the end, you know, fundamentally change society as we know it. Um, big promises. I don't think it delivered on those promises. And there was a cool, there's a cool idea, um, you know, that the movie addresses or raises the question. Um, and I like that. I was, I was cool. I was on board with that idea. Like, okay, well, all right, maybe, maybe there's something in the eye, right? Memories, cool, whatever. But the movie doesn't focus on that. It's, no, that's all it does is it brings up plot. It just brings up the maybe. Like the yeah, synopsis says that may fundamentally change society as we know it. Yeah, and the movie has a lot of drama, romance, fluff, and then just puts a few more words in that synopsis as maybe this yeah. dot, dot, dot. And then you're just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I waited so, the whole movie <laughs> for, for, for something cool to happen. And it's still just a, uh, a maybe. Yeah. So Tony was the same thing. Kind of, you've kind of felt bait, bait and switched kind of thing. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I'm less bumped than you. Um, you sound a little more bothered by it than I, I, it wasn't that bothered. The ending didn't bother me that much, um, because it, 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 it left the, you know, the question on, should, <laughs> is this coronavirus? <laughs> I don't know how to mute myself on the computer yet. Sorry. Right. Oh. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta cover my mic now. So yeah, yeah. I'm wearing that. I gotta worry. disinfect, <laughs> Disins- disinfect my, my speakers, my headset. Yeah. Oh, Tony, uh, I'm going to ask you, when you run out of chalkboard, uh, white chalkboard, are you going to start using your window? Oh. White. Like his, like his, his lab partner, she starts writing on the, 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 the glass. Oh, I, yeah, I did that. I, I wrote on a, um, on, on a window for something. I can't remember what we were, what we were doing, but it was a, it was an old job on campus. And I was, I took Expo Marcus and was writing on the walls for something. I had a, I had a coworker do that almost every day. I'd ask him a question and he'd write like a wiring diagram on a clear glass window into the kitchen. Dude, our, it worked our, fine. Our, our, um, like, like our mate, like our field boss from all our district, he writes on his Starbucks cups when he takes notes. Oh, interesting. The weird thing. He'll sit there and he's like, you know, he'll say something, uh huh. I start writing on his cup. I'm like, that fucking cup's going to trash. Like, what are you doing right on it? Do you literally like take that cup to your office and write all those notes down from the cup? Like, really? Like, Sometimes writing, the act of like writing helps you remember things and just clarify things. So you don't actually need to keep the paper. It's just a, a way of sorting things out in your head. He's got a bunch of stuff. Or he's got like, you know, a, a notebook of <laughs> Starbucks cups. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. But, um, I was gonna, what was I gonna say? Oh, the, the ending of the movie, uh, for us, it was kind of, it, it, it did bring up a conversation like, well, okay, what if? And we're like, no, I don't think that should, you know, that, that idea should be revealed to the world because it would cause too much chaos. Yeah. I type agree. of thing. And, and that was kind of a cool conversation to have at the end of it. So it didn't leave me really wanting more. I, 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 it, it wrapped up the, that storyline um for me 
so it, it was okay it was okay um I, I wasn't too bothered by it um it i forgot the reason like i forgot the synopsis when i first started the movie so it wasn't a big letdown and bait and switch mm-hmm. um uh it wasn't until you mentioned that i that i had it on my list i was like oh that's right i did want to watch this and it wasn't for you know for the romantic uh, drama that it was <laughs> but, um, yeah i mean yeah. That's some stuff you know and, uh, without getting that's into spoilers right. like, it starts off the scene when he's sitting in front of his computer right and the wife walks in on him. It's like she handled it really well, but at the same time, it was like it was like a oh shit moment. Like oh fuck, man, you know. Um, there was some genuine good dramatic, like like I felt empathy for these characters. Um, the performances were good. Um, oh, you know, there I, was one thing uh, that I I I commented on. I actually paused the movie. As you said, like the acting and like empathy for the characters, they had this one, one conversation in uh, in the elevator where he's like, "Oh, you're a child," um, or, or something uh-huh. like that. And normally, when uh, the, when that kind of thing happens, I, it's hard for me to buy it. I'm like, people don't talk to people like that. Like, there's no way. But I had just finished. Um, well, I don't know. I've said some shit like that before. Well, that's the thing. Like, we were just watching, and I. I, I could have mentioned it, I guess. As a, uh, Lainey's been uh, watching we um, on Netflix the Married at First Sight, and some of, and the way they treat each other and, so, and that show was like, holy shit! That's I guess people talk to each other like that. And so when this movie when when this movie came on and it had certain scenes, I was like, ah, okay, all right. Uh, now I believe it. <laughs> Let's go. This is more believable. Oh no, Tony's taking people to a commentary from uh, reality. <laughs> from reality TV. Oh, great. Finally. We're doomed. I <laughs> review humanity. Oh no, we're doomed. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say, Fonzo? It sounds like you were going to say something about the beginning. Oh, that's funny you said that because I was thinking about that too, how how, the, how people uh, react and stuff. Because um, when they're at the Halloween party and then later on he, um, he sees it and he just puts the headphones on her head. And like any normal person in the world would jump and freak out and go, what the hell? Who are you? Who's putting these headphones on me? She just lets him put it on him like no big deal. And then well, he, first- she knew, she knew, she knew, she who, knew, who, she knew who he was because she could see his face. Yeah. But that he, she was facing the other way because he put her, he put the headphones from behind. Well, she did, but she knew he was there. Okay, she I'm recognized him. Oh, okay. I must have missed that way. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of the movie, she's wearing a mask. But right. he's not, so she she recognizes his face. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I missed it because I was like, what? Nobody would just fucking let so Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, and, and normally I'm okay with cheesy fucking do, to do stuff in romance to like, you know, cool, something different, something like, okay. But I'm like you, Harley, when I was watching it, I'm like, this must be getting all sciencey and shit because this is all like, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, turning the splice later. I don't know. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. So, but because they kept going back and forth between like, um, uh, you know, in the lab, and then and then like the, now they're cook, cooking up, and then we get this montage of them together. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we're savaging these characters a little more before we into more science stuff. I don't know, but like like you said, Harley, just seeing the the closure of the eye, and I thought they'd really yeah more, I guess. So I don't know, but. You know, Michael Pitt's cool. I, I, I've enjoyed his work. And then seeing Glenn from Walking Dead and Steven Yu, that's, that's always cool. Um, and everybody else I didn't really know. Um, 
but um, yeah, I didn't recognize any of these people except for the one. Yeah, they. Okay. But Sophie, she was in. Uh, yeah, she's done other stuff like the new King Arthur movie and Pirates, but I never. Well, and she was in um, uh, the director's other film, oh. Another Earth, which I think was kind of like a teen drama. Oh, okay. kind of thing. I never saw that, but I thought huh. I had the kids watched it. Gotcha. Yeah, so but but it wasn't like I wasn't. Uh, I mean, I was still entertained because I mean, you know, they're doing they're doing a good job acting and everything. So I was just trying to figure out where it's going to go. Um, but then when we get the halfway mark, like you said, Harley, I'm just like, whoa! I'm like, okay, this just got kind of kind of dark. Yeah, I got real kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh. and they they spend enough time developing the characters for it to feel impactful, kind yeah. of thing, mm-hmm. and um. So yeah, I, I I was I was okay with it, and I was okay with the science. I like, I, I didn't. Pretty like that. Part. Yeah, and I I wasn't. I I would have I would have liked for them to develop it more. I think I I watched it late at night, and I think by the end of the movie, I wasn't in the mood to think about it or to talk about it, um, and so I I just kind of set the movie in the romantic drama category and it was it was fine it was it was um you know um i think we could all agree good i think we'd all agree that we like to see um when people start getting into their work right and they're explaining everything to us you know yeah they're, it's they're, a good they're, point they're mixing shit they got the bunsen burners going they got the fucking potions they're mixing shit they're explaining everything potions. they got a <laughs> And then, you know, they're getting some work done. Maybe it would be cool to see something like that, right? Is that what you want to hardly want a little more? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it was just like a, I, I yeah, I assume there was more science it, in the movie. Really, I mean, it, you know, it talks about the eye and then they're like, some animals don't see and I want to develop an animal that could see because the evolution of the eye is going to change the world. And I'm like, Huh? That. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, no, tell me. Well, yeah, that, that, that was the, the change the world just by that. I'm like, eh, it wasn't going to change the world. It would have changed the guy because he said, this is what would prove, you know, the, the, because, oh, they were saying that, um, religion is, is crutching like on the eye be- that there's a intelligent creator because Science can't find a link with the development of the eye, so it must have been created by somebody. Like they can't find proof that it wasn't evolved over, over time on its own. And so that's oh. that. That's what was that's supposed dumb. to be the big that's breakthrough. Dumb. Absolutely, yeah. Like that wasn't the big thing, but the, or the 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 and it's 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 kind What's of spoilery. The actual thing that's supposed to change the world at the end yeah. right it's a little different um yeah and i get that and i'm cool with that like i genuinely was like okay that's this is a neat concept like history like memories i mean it seems incredibly far-fetched and it is and the movie doesn't give me enough to like like use interstellar right as an example like, it's some far-fetched wild shit, right? But it spends so much time explaining it. All of a sudden, 
it's like, okay, I could believe that shit. Like, you know what I mean? And so as opposed right. to this, this is a short movie, it's an hour and 40 minutes. And it's like, isn't this some crazy shit? I can't right. get and, and details this, about it. And this movie. Crazy shit, but. Yeah, this, it doesn't explain why the crazy shit can happen. It just kind of, it takes it from the science point of view where they see evidence of some crazy shit and like, whoa. Is this, yeah. is this, is this crazy shit actually possible? Like, and they were seeing it from the evidence side of, side of it where there's some indication that it might be a thing. I think they built up why that evidence was possible in, in the plot. You know, the, the, their, uh, the eye, eye identification and scanning has been around for a while. That is necessary yeah. for the plot to, you know, progress type thing. Eye as an identification. Ah, there it is. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, there's one scene where I was like, this is bad science. This is bullshit. Not cool. Um, and it's without trying to, without spoiling it, um, he's, he's, he, he, he gets on, on the laptop and is like, all right, I need you to be my lab partner and take notes while I do this experiment. And it's a, um, it's a, it's a survey style experiment. And he, and he, and he, and he presents the picture and it's got three different pictures or he presents the slide or sheet of paper with three different pictures and he waits for somebody to point at, at the picture and he just says, correct or incorrect. I'm like, no motherfucker, that's not science. You don't, you don't, you don't judge. You don't tell the person subject right. You don't judge right or wrong. their decision, right? You say A, B, yeah. you know, he was going by alpha. So then you say they chose three. They chose two so that the subject doesn't get influenced by what they're like, which, which one they're choosing. And you can see it in the movie. Well, ironically, it is uncomfortable. Right. And no, and, and, and the girl that was, that was being tested, she could, she got uncomfortable. And I'm like, so, so it seems like the movie is aware that this could cause discomfort. So then where in the plot, like it didn't make sense why this PhD scientist and his wife's scientist let it continue in that matter, in that, in that fashion. I was like, that's the, uh, that's the only part where the science in me was like, no, that's not, <laughs> that, that's not real. I, they fucked up. I think they had to do that. I think they had to do that for the audience. They wanted to dumb it down as much as they could for the audience. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's our, it's our dumb fault <laughs> for being a dumb audience. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. I'm convinced. I'm fine. I'll give, I'll give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. And uh, yeah, I give it a dollar too. It's I'd it's buy um, that for you know, a dollar. it's not groundbreaking, but um, yeah, it's good enough. It's entertaining. Yeah, I I I, I liked it. Right when Pitt was saying he was having the argument where she was like, you know, kind of spiritual, kind of religious, and he was like, I don't believe in that. I'm all about science. I like facts. I'm thinking, oh, this should be an interesting um, topic and, and conversation with them both. Because I wonder how, how that would work yeah. in a related, right? If someone's such a certain way. Oh, I think saying. you're doomed. I think if a, if a, if an atheist married a highly religious person, <laughs> now she wasn't quote unquote highly religious. She right. was. She seemed kind of spiritual. Right. Um, yeah. But I I don't think it would work. Oh, but I don't that, think that, you could that one scene that a that, hard atheist. Yeah, but okay. So that one scene where she puts it back at him, she's like, 
he's like I, I i don't believe that there's some kind of spirit divine spiritual god thing um that we can't see we can't feel mm-hmm. blah 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 and she totally puts the science on him I'm like well that worm can't does isn't aware of photons right oh I love but, that but humans yeah, are cool right so i was like how do you know that you're not missing some kind of sense to be able to detect a god mm-hmm. i was like yeah. that's perfect that's perfect thing to throw in there in a science movie so, yeah, absolutely. And then the movie didn't follow up on it. Like that could have <laughs> been the science. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> she got what came to her. That's what happens. God said, "Uh, uh." <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, that's to be a certified B. Um, uh, I enjoyed it too. I'd buy that for a dollar. So, ooh, it's time here. Yeah. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And let's welcome our newest contestant, Evan from San Marcos. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. So, anybody could win it. And somebody is. <laughs> um, Reed has enough points to gamble oh. <laughs> and win. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the only person who doesn't have a chance at winning is D, and that's because he won't gamble, and he he couldn't score enough points. He only has thirty two. Uh, Art will certainly gamble. Um, everybody else, Angie, Angie could potentially. She's really close. She's got forty seven and a half, right? So she only needs two and a half points. Now she might play it safe in hopes that you know she wins. But w- the rule is what? It's who scores the most points if right. both people get to 50. So this is how Evan won. I think he beat Angie last last uh, round because he gambled and scored more points. So she might be smart enough to go, fuck, I got to gamble. I got to win big if I'm right. going to big. I'm going to win big. So, and I feel like this one might be a safe bet of a certified D. So I, it's quite possible you could see some points. Uh, Reed, I think, has a good ear for us. Tony, you're safe to see some points today, Tony. You're safe to see some points. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, okay. So, and it's safe to see that people might not get any points too. Now that, now that it's possible. I think some people are going to lose big. Ooh. <laughs> So uh, I might have to break my calculator out because I got some feelings, some gambling thing going on. <laughs> so we'll he loses tonight, Harley? Uh, no, I, I don't wish anybody to lose really? except for that dirty fucking New Zealander. Wait, did I just ask him that? Yeah, I guess sometimes it takes him a little while to process the question. I mean, <laughs> slow like that. <laughs> my mic's messing up again, apparently. <laughs> so. I love how you said no, and yeah, then quit. Yeah. This guy immediately. <laughs> I asked him about. It was so weird. I'm like, what am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> I, want to lose. I would never want anyone to lose except that motherfucker from New Zealand. I'm like, 
<laughs> right now. Well, it, it, I didn't, see, I'm going to say this about Reed, right? That was on you. You instigated it. You tried to get me to betray our favorite New Zealander. What are you talking you, about? You were goading me into saying, talk some shit about Reed. Say, I ain't falling for that game. Uh-uh. You're talking about the game. That... I'm going to hate Reed on my own. You can't tell me to hate Reed. I'm going to hate Reed on my own. You talk about the game that you, you talk about the game that you be selling, B. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, let me give the points out real quick. Uh, Angie's got forty-seven and a half. Uh, the the one and only Reed is in second place with forty-two. So he only needs eight. Although I'm sure he'll gamble all thirty-three. Um, Evan is at forty, so he needs ten. Uh, Art and D are tied at thirty-two. So they definitely need to gamble big in order to win. And it's possible that even if they double or nothing, so if Art doubles or nothing, he's going to score 64 points. Uh, probably a little more because he would get the three points plus an accent plus. So, so that'd be five. So 37 plus 37. What's that? 62 or some shit. 64. Um, but if Angie doubles up, you know, she'll have damn near a hundred. So. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Let's go. Play, play the mic. Let's go. Let's go. Wow, howdy, bad boys. It's, uh, it's old prospector guy here. And, uh, <laughs> this week you're going to watch, uh, I Origins. And, uh, well, I, I, I haven't seen this film because uh, I couldn't find it, but uh, <laughs> uh, I read the IMDb's and well, it says that it's got something to do with eyes, so uh, that's nice. <laughs> well, Harley, well, he'd give it a dollar because uh, well, uh, he likes origins of the stuff. And uh, the stuff. Tony will like it. He'd give it a dollar because, uh, well, he likes eyes. <laughs> and, well, Fonzo, why, why, I think he might like Britt Marley. And I went back and had a listen to see if y'all had talked about another earth, but I couldn't find it. So, uh, <laughs> this one's certified D. I can imagine. Uh, right. Uh, on to... Are you oh. betting? Oh, no, oh, no bet. baby driver. This is my baby voice. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, on to... Oh. No, oh, no. no. He didn't gamble. No gamble. So, so, so he moved... Yeah, okay. But... Oh, no. He can gamble on baby driver, though, Harley. Don't worry. He still has a chance can to you... gamble. Did we gamble? Did we say you could gamble on Baby Driver? On the website. Yeah, we didn't say we, okay. they couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, then he did great because he scored five points, which puts him at 47. So. Listen when you kiss his ass now. <laughs> Don't fall for it, Reed. He just wants to stay at your place if he visits New Zealand. Don't fucking fall for it. <sighs> You know, uh, you know, I gotta make some racist joke about all New Zealanders. It's not just about Reed. It's all New Zealanders. Oh, you hate, you hate that's all why I said that's why I called him dirty. 
you know, because that's that's a racist, you know, thing. We say people we don't like, we want to dehumanize them, we just call them dirty. What do you mean we? Great white people, because we all know that the only racist people are white. Should the great white people? (laughs) Now you're all Aryan Nation on us now? You are are fucking half German. Yeah, I am half German. So anyways, yeah, he scored five points, man. That could have gone better. I mean, he got he got all three. He got the bonus point. He got the accent. So he went from 42 to 47. So he's only half a point down on Angie. Nice. There you go, Reed. Cool. Next. You might win. Hello. I am Hello. calling in the homework. Um, oh, I hope you guys are having a great week. I am not calling in with the accent because I figure the way that all these loose cannons are talking shit on the messenger about how many points they're going to kamikaze. Uh, these one little point oh, for... What's that? Accents ain't going to matter. So, here we go. I've uh, finally stopped hyperventilating and figure out what the hell I'm going to do since we're all so close. But uh, it's anybody's game. So, for I Origins, I'm going to say it's going to be a solid dollar from all of you. So certified Donaldo, and I'm going to bet 13 points. Oh, oh, oh shit! Why 13? It's my lucky number. So we'll just fucking see what happens. Um, and then no, and then right. and and then and and then. All right, she has 65 and a half points. All right. Oh, unless somebody can beat that. Right. That's big. She got all five points, so that brought her up to, um, what's that, 53 and a half plus 13, 65 and a half. So. Cool. All right, next. Going on, bad boys. Another week of quarantine, meaning we're stuck indoors, so at least we get to watch some movies. But so anyway, I'm fine on to the picks. I origin. Uh, I've never seen it. Movie looks tedious. Looks like something Harley would pick. But anyways, I think- <laughs> <laughs> he insult me. He did pick it. <laughs> I know. Harley. <laughs> be the only one that likes this movie giving it a dollar while Tony and Fonzo give it a waste of time. Oh. On the baby. Nope. 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 Gamble. But he didn't gamble. That's the thing. He's waiting for baby driver. Yeah. I don't know what he'll say about baby driver. Eh, D. Yeah. It's one point. Sorry. 33. Mm. Dang. Alright, next. Hey, what's up, bad boys? It's your homeboy Art calling in. Well, this week might be the final fucking week of picks with the fucking MCP trying to screw me over again. I clicked on the link. It's the I Origins that went to fucking Outbreak. But anyways, whatever. So- <laughs> Tony, what the hell are you doing, man? You got another Easter egg? Oh, man. No one else could mix it up. No one else got confused. No one else yeah. called it I or- Origins. Nah, it goes to iOrigins unless you fix that. Uh, yeah, it's fixed actually. Like five minutes ago. Yeah, I fixed it. I fixed it at the beginning of the podcast. 
was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you yeah, what are you talking about? It works. Works on my machine. It's an IP and he did it just for him. <laughs> Ooh, that is a good idea. Uh oh. No, never mind. Sorry, Art. Yeah. Next. For I Origins. This is a weird, trippy movie. It almost seems like a fucking, uh, I don't know, like a student film. For that fact, I'm going to say that MTP didn't like it. I just don't like the concept. kind of too dumb. I'm going to say the same thing. As, I'm going to say waste of time for MTP. I'm going to say waste of time for Harley. I'm going to say waste of time for my man Fonzo. So I'm going to bet a grand oh. total of squadoosh, nothing. I ain't bet shit on that movie because I can't, can't make heads or toes of it. So that's it. <laughs> Smart man. Smart man, yeah, because it's quite goddamn point. <laughs> <laughs> you can lose everything, right? Even if you didn't win, you can still bet and lose it all, right? Or it only counts a bet if you actually got a point. And you can what? bet. What? Again. Say what? Say like if he, he got zero points, right? But he can still yeah. bet everything even though he didn't get a point? No. There's no of course. I mean, you can bet you won't win. You, the only way you can win is if you get points. You have to yeah. get the three points minimum to be able to win. That's how you win the bet. So you can't win the bet and not win the points. I don't know if that makes any fucking sense. Fonzo is asking if you don't score any points, can you still gamble? And the answer is, of course, yes. Okay. Yes, that's what I mean. You just lose that bet. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, just, yeah, I wasn't sure. We, you know, we were so strict to say, no, you have to score a point to gamble. No, no, you can fucking gamble. No, 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 no. Um, because they don't know what if they scored a point or not when they gamble. True. The only condition that they have to run into is whether we enable it on the website or not. And gotcha. they can gamble. And then they only get the gambling points. If they score on the picks. Yes. All right. Next. Or did you say his score? 32. Cool. Oh, he's only one down on D. D's got 33. He's got 32. Because they were tied. D scored one point. Dang. <laughs> so, yes, we just got Evan. Battling out last. All right. Zeva. The champ. Calling for the third time without an accent. Uh, given my picks for I Snorigens, Fonzo's giving us a waste of time. Wow. Tony is giving us a dollar. Harley is giving this a high dollar. And I'm gonna bet absolutely nothing on this. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. good man. He said Fonzo gave it a waste of time, right? Yep. So he only got two points. Okay. So he's up to 42. So, um, which puts Reed at second place with 47. Obviously, Angie at 65 and a half. Um, huge. So, huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to gamble big and win big on Baby Driver for sure. Speaking of which. Yeah, let's go. Tony, I feel like I feel like we watched Baby Driver less than oh shit two years did I, ago. Did I violate our rules? You always say that. Tony always says that though. Look it up. You look it up. 
Well, it would really my internet wouldn't So it's it's a, a year, right? Is that is that what year. we're doing? The last time uh, with a cute. Oh, the the name of the the, the name of the episode podcast. is with a cute with a Q-tip, and that's the last time we talked about Baby Driver. It's a, what's Pod Bay, by the way? Is it an extra? Or somebody else just what's Tony, what is podbay.fm? Podbay? Where are you seeing that? Oh, I'll copy and post it to you. Our podcast is on Podbay. What, are making money on the side and not the side? Whoa. I don't know. I'd, I've never seen Podbay. Is it possible something automatically? Yeah, I think someone, this? someone picked it up. No, this is someone picking it up. I didn't, I'm not, I didn't post a pod bay. No, I understand you didn't, but what I'm saying is did like SoundCloud or, or Apple, like does everything still get po- posted to Apple? The only thing I could imagine is when I, when I tried out anchor.fm that they may have posted this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So but, December fourteenth, two thousand and seventeen. Right. So that's more than a year. Yeah. No, that's fine. I just it was a little little recent. That's all. Nice try though. Yeah. 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 This came up. Uh, what was it? Was it Donaldo that was posting it? And he's, he's on messenger that he's, he's on messenger, right? And then you watched. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, yeah. So I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm feeling this. Let's do some Baby Driver. Uh, let's now. I gotta click back. Yeah, Edgar Wright. Um, didn't you just post something? Is his birthday or something? Yeah, it was his birthday uh, yesterday. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. After being coerced into working for a crime boss, a young getaway driver finds himself taking part in a heist doomed to fail. Yeah, this thing starts off with music. It has music all throughout it. I love like it's it's got the, to the beat things happening to the to the music constantly. It's it I I was in, it's 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 a lot of fun. I enjoy that uh, uh, throughout the whole movie and the graffiti. What's that? Even the graffiti has like lyrics to them. Yeah, at, at the mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie, you got the graffiti coming up. The yeah. opening kind and it's of. also I think it's all one take too. It seems like it's one take. Yeah, it does seem like it. Um, but yeah, that, that, the music in it is, it, and, and matching up with the action in the scenes, that alone is enjoyable for me. Um, the, the plot of, you know, him being a driver, that's always fun. You know, uh, we like, we enjoy driving, driving scenes. We, you know, we had the action scene come, uh, in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, this has plenty of them and they're fun. They're fun to watch. Uh, that, that, the Subaru at the beginning, the red, uh, red Subaru and how he, how he you know, mixes in with the, with the other, what's that? Beats the shit out of that poor car. I mean, he <laughs> is just, I mean, you see like the suspension. It's like cars like bottoming out and yeah. the wheels and it's just like, I don't know, like it, you know what it is? Is, um, we watch scenes like this. And you can always tell 
the car was set up to to do these like high speed chases because it's like the suspension is crazy stiff. The car doesn't wallow at all. It's like you can see it's got like aftermarket tires and rims on it to handle the abuse. Oh, yeah, that, that, but in this one, you can see the car like totally like flexing in the suspension, and it's like. You're like it was like a stock car they were using for the shot, really? which I love. That's kind of cool. I don't know. I just I just noticed that that the car as it you know went through the, the it just constantly was like it, you could it seemed like it wasn't a stunt car. Kind of gotcha, thing, so. Fonzo. Did yeah. you pick up on that? The engine didn't sound like it though, Tony. Didn't sound <laughs> yeah, the engine was a it was a two stroke engine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no cars with strokes yeah. except for like. Communist era yeah. Cold War yeah. Russia. Yeah. Oh shit! Where's my whoosh sound? <laughs> that is the worst sounding that whoosh. Wow! That's the worst sounding. Oh, Max needs one. She <laughs> gave for being for being an ass. You can't find the right. Uh, yeah, um, but it's fun. I mean, I enjoyed the car scene for different reasons, and then you pick out little things like that. That's cool. That even yeah. that adds even more to the scene. Um, but it 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 feels well put together and and in a tight knit movie. Um, the pacing it seems great. Uh, I enjoy the 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 colors. Like the, he seems to use a lot, like the, the laundromat scenes with everything. All the all the different. Um, the dryers have different colors, a separate color in each one. There's, there's, it seems like there's a lot of that going on. It makes it pop, makes it feel more comic-y maybe, comic booky. Maybe that's why I like it. it has, it pops more. It is hyper stylized. Yeah, sure. hyper stylized. There you go. Um, and I dig it. And then there's, I mean, just the, the plot itself of being a heist. Uh, you know, you got, you got guns, you got masks, you got fast cars, bullets flying. This is Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers mask. Yeah. It's supposed to be Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. Oh, you mean Jason? No. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I have a good time. It's a, this is good shit for me. Yeah, yeah, I love Edgar Wright. I think he's a um, very talented director. He's got a, a style of his own. You know, it's very unique. I love the quick edits. I love, um, you know, going back to Shaun the Dead. You watch Hot Fuzz. You watch his other movies. They have that same energy. He's just very competent director. Like he knows what he wants. He knows you know how to film it. And uh, him and his editor, they're just I don't know who's editors, but he's a fucking great. Like you were saying, Tony, it's like an action musical when you hear the music and when yes. uh, John Hamm and his chick are shooting. Um, and it's going to be it's awesome when they're running. Um, I love a good uh, love movie, like a romance movie in an action movie. <laughs> you know, with him, uh, him and the girl, the waitress, right. That I love conversations and then we'll have well mixed in with cool action scenes. The driving scene's awesome. The, those are really well done, especially that one like reverse spin to the to go forward. Fucking awesome. Um, my sister and John just watched it and then like they liked it so much that when my parents came over to their house today, they put it on for them to watch it. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> so that was kind of neat. Um, cool. uh, but yeah, when uh, and I love like even a shout out to the poster for uh, original art poster, like a, like a painting, like a something different than this fucking floating head. Even though there are floating heads, they're painted. The, the background's pink. I, I I dig it. I think the fact that it's different. Like I said, and Edgar Wright does that. He those are always he's got Easter eggs throughout the movie. He's got um he's got his flair, his touch, 
Uh, I love the cool cast with Jamie Foxx as a bad guy. He's really threatening. Um, it's really odd to have Kevin Spacey in the movie now. Uh, just to see him, we see him in a different light now. So that, you know, he's a great actor. It's kind of weird to like, uh, it's like just, just going away talks. And then he has his nephew in the movie. It makes it even more cringier. I'm like, oh, okay. Good point. Um, uh, but I love like, I, whenever I get in a car, I have to have music. So I toy with little baby who's got to play music before he takes off. I love how he rewinds it. He has to play it back before he takes off. That's <laughs> just hilarious. Anyway, hold on. I gotta play. Okay, got tons of iPods. He plays music. You know, uh, I just um, I don't know if he's. I've never seen him in anything else. I'm curious to see him in anything else. I don't know if he's he's a great actor. You know, someone who's landed. I don't know that. I think the strength of this film is not the performances. Um. I mean, you have some very competent actors. Obviously, you mentioned Kevin Spacey. John Hamm is a is a you know very competent uh, actor. Um, Motherfucker Jones is acting his ass off, playing this over the top character, which ironically Kevin Spacey is in Horrible Bosses is too. Um, but he's kind of playing this similar character, this over the top sort of you know thug slash gangster. Um, but the two leads, Ansel Elgort, Elgort mm-hmm. and Lily James, um, I don't know that they're the strongest performance, performances. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the rest of the movie, like you said, is so competently done. Yes. And the performances of the support is so, is so well done. I, I, I can overlook what mm-hmm. I consider a failed, um, romance between the two. Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel. Did, did, it, did they not have chemistry for you? It didn't work for me. The, yeah, that's exactly right. It didn't have chemistry. She is so fucking naive and so like childlike. <laughs> Good point. It, it annoys me. Yeah. And I, I get it. Like, the movie has to be not, not campy is not the word, but even the screenplay. The script, the dialogue, is sort of this hyper stylized. I mean, you know, because we've had scenes where, where you know, guy meets girl, or, or they're like in a diner, even the same like diner scene or waitressing scene, where it's like, of course, people have done better conversations, right? They've had better conversations, um, or acted better. I, I totally agree with Yeah, I mean, the movie, I, you know, agree with you. It almost is. It almost is trying to be a. Uh, um, uh, what is it when something makes fun of something else? Um, um, a parody? Yeah, it's almost a parody. I wouldn't say sense. that. No, this is its own movie. I wouldn't say that. Wouldn't go it, that. It, well, no, I agree. But what I'm saying is it's it recognizes that it's not hugely original. Right? It wants it brings something new to the table, largely, Tony, what you brought upon. It uses the score almost like a, excuse me, it uses the soundtrack almost like a score. You know, a well-written score really interacts with what you see visually. Um, and that's typically where we see the big difference between a, a score and a soundtrack. And this one, it takes original music or a non-original soundtrack and sort of makes it a score by editing in the sound effects with the beats of the music. And it works. Like you said, it, I, I, I didn't expect it the first time I saw it. And this time I, I was like, Oh, that's right. And I enjoyed it a little more. I actually had a better time with this movie the second time around. Hmm. Um, 
even though I wasn't really in a hurry to rewatch it, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it just for what it was. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Edgar Wright. In fact, like the Hot Fuzz and the other ones, like they're okay. They're fine. Like I don't think they're the greatest movies. I don't think it's the greatest trilogy. Uh, ironically, Mazzy loves Hot Fuzz. <laughs> And she loves Baby Driver as well. She has no idea it's written and directed by the same person. How can you not like that movie? What's that? You reference Bad Boys throughout Hot Fuzz. How can you not like that movie? Because it's like Baby Driver. It's it's constantly winking at the audience. It's a love letter to action movies. No, I agree. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's a heist film. You know, we've talked about this. We've seen this. It's like a good heist movie. I don't I agree absolutely, and like you pointed out, this one is done very competently. Edgar Wright, the editing, the special. Little... You're calling it a heist movie. You don't even see it in the forefront. You see it in the background. We're focusing on baby in the car while the robbery is happening in the background, and we never see inside. Right, the right. Yeah, there's we never there's actually the sense, and actually some of the scenes he very specifically specifically drives forward. And blocks the camera from the view of the heist yeah. of the I violence. That too. It's like, why yeah. did he pull forward? Yeah, I think that's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he didn't want to see it, so the audience right. doesn't get to see it either. I'll listen to my music once you guys get in the car, then I'll do my job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I had a good time with it, um, because I I recognized just to enjoy it for what it was trying to be. You know, it's like I said before with Jamie Foxx. This is this over-the-top villainous character where if it was a serious movie, I'd be like, it's, it's too over-the-top. Like nobody is that. Like he was going to, he was going to kill the waitress. Like he's that comic book character who just kills everybody. I love it when he, when he throws the gum at, at John Hamm or something. <laughs> what do you expect goes, me to do? Pay for it? Me to buy it? <laughs> Pay for it? Like, did, did you at all get ever get drive vibes from it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I think, and I think that's that where plays it super straight, right? And I think does, this is yeah. where Harley brought up a good point about kind of being a parody. Like it, it, it kind of credit. I don't like this episode, <laughs> uh, but it does it, it. It's it's he calls it parody. But it's more like what you're saying, Fonzo. He's paying homage to it. He's he's paying, giving like and just making it, bringing it to a new at his own level, right? right. Edgar Wright takes that his spice to it. Takes the tropes and takes the other things from other movies, and he's like he kind of makes it his own. We've got the strong, silent type, right? The driver, but he you has, know what's famous for doing that his whole career, Tarantino. So, you know, no problem there. Yeah, yeah, but Tarantino. Never tells the audience I've ripped anybody off. He right, wants and, and, you to believe that his movies are entirely his and entirely original. He has tricked the audience. True, and I don't think Edgar Wright's trying to trick the audience. No, absolutely not. I think he's he just putting is, it there. He's like, yeah, this is this is fun. This is hyper stylized. This is going to be absolutely. you know not not exactly. It's not super serious. Don't take this super serious. Exactly, um, and it's kind of fun, and it, it makes makes me have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, like oh. yeah, all the you know the aside from the the, the few little negatives negatives that I have of it. No, I have a great time watching. It. Like this one, I can just pop up anytime and watch it and have a good time with it. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, my only my only real complaint is the romance between Baby and uh, uh, Deborah is cringy. Like, I think it's supposed to be. It's supposed exactly. to be cringy. You're right. It, that's exactly right. Yeah, because it's and just that's like why I sort of give it a pass. It's supposed to be like teens getting to know each other at a school dance. What kind of music yeah. do you like? You know, yeah, whatever popular. That's cool. I like popular music too. You're like, oh god, you guys are making me crazy. <laughs> but I think that joking. lends itself. I think that lends itself to the idea that he's not a criminal. He's not in. He's, no, he's not. not his world. You know, oh, and it fits. You know, he's, he's and and I and the romance. He is in the world. What's that? How did he get in that world though? If he's not in that world, right? That's the thing. He's in the world, but he doesn't really fit it. Like that's what Jamie Foxx's character was kind of putting. It's like you, what, what the fuck? You belong here. Like you know, yeah. you, you pick up a gun, you know, do some shit. You know, you're gonna have to kill somebody at some point. Um, but he, he really, he really doesn't fit, you know, and, and that's part of the plot at the end where he's like, this isn't your world. Um, it, 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 it makes that work. Uh, one of the things I did pick up this time is that the romance wasn't, um, entirely forced. It was like, you see her, he sees her in the background and then he doesn't, it doesn't start right away. It's only later when he thinks he's, you know, out, out of that world. He, he bought his way out. He thinks he's free and then, and then he starts it up type thing. Um, I kind of dug that, the the oh, foreshadowing to, right, right, and we know as the audience, we know like, yeah, you're never out of that world, but he's naive, right. he's he's a baby, yeah. right? That's that's his yeah. thing. So, it, it it works for me. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 done gushing on it. I'm gonna give us later. That was a fucking movie. I would own this. I would I would definitely own this on Blu-ray. Nice. Yeah. You yeah you big Edgar fan. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird Shaun of the Dead. I love Baby Driver. I love Hot Fuzz. You know, I love um, Scott Pilgrim. So I, I just love his work. And he's got something it, new coming. It has up. fun. It has a fun factor to it. He does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. He's a film fan too, so he gets it. You know, he's he's one of us. So yes, lot of homages to it. Last Night in Soho is his next movie, I believe. Post production. Cool. Yeah. Oh, great. he name dropped Monsters Inc. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was like, that's that. That's such well, a cool. TV or what? Huh? When they're watching TV? No, no, no. He's a uh, so. Maybe um, maybe kept telling him we're a team. He said we're a team, and the the the, the relationship I value most or value most is our friendship. And sure. and he's like, oh, I did, you, stop quoting Monsters Inc. to me. I should have recognized it. My nephew watches it or something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch that the first time, but I noticed it. The first yeah, time. yeah, exactly. Same here. That's what I did. I suspect there's a lot of little stuff like that in in right films. Yeah, yeah. You can oh, revisit sure. and catch new new little things. I'm gonna have to play Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I have to rewatch it. I haven't watched it since Tony made it his favorite movie of all time, fucking damn near ten years ago. <laughs> and then, but yeah, it was weird because I was. Where was I? I was out of town for something and I was calling to talk to Chris and Mazzy. And, and she's like, I'm watching this movie. Chris is, I'm like, what are you guys doing? She's like, Mazzy wanted to watch this movie. And I was like, what's it called? And she's like, hot fuzz. Is that okay? And I'm like, 
Yeah, it's, it's like kind of bad, slapsticky, um, comedy, horror flick. And, and Mazzy's like, Mazzy's like, dude, dad, this is like my favorite movie. She just loves the fuck out of Hot Fuzz, right? And it gets graphic, right? Oh, yeah. We're halfway through Baby Driver. Well, actually, we're like two minutes into Baby Driver. She didn't remember the name. And the name is weird. We're like two minutes into the movie. She's like, oh, I remember this movie. I love this movie. <laughs> halfway through the movie, she's like, it's because the cringy, like, teen love thing, she eats it up. Right. She's 12 years right. old. She's got a crush. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, she, she eats that shit up. And so she's like, this is like my favorite movie now, dad. And I was like, okay. And then I just put two and two together. I'm like, wait a second. Hot fuzz, baby driver. You're an Edgar Wright fan. <laughs> so I'm going to have to put, I'm going to have One to watch of Scott. us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Anyways, it gets a solid dollar. I, I'd almost give it a high um, but it, it it's not a great movie. It's just entertaining enough to watch a couple times, or you know, like Fonzo said, like if it was on, I'd I'd watch scenes of it. Um, when Jamie Fox is talking, I'd listen to him. Um, there's not enough there to to um, to have a ton of replayability for me, so it just gets a solid dollar. All right. Well, I'm giving it the exact opposite of Harley said. I'm giving it a high dollar because it is enjoyable and it's fun. But I do love Miss Mega Ride movies. How would you rate this in regards to his, like, the top half, the bottom half? On his filmography? Yeah. I have it over World's End. World's End's okay, but I like this one better. Okay. It's not so special just from like what I mentioned last year with like Comic Con or last week's episode. Just, there's so much involved with that one from my crew watching when he's literally always say that scene where he's like, Fight! You know, like, so. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, you ready? What do I do? And crew always go, What do I do? Right before the screen, Fight! He just go, Fight! So. I used to do that with my brother Chris. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it would be for randomly, you know. Uh, what, what should we get for lunch? Or my mom would say, "Oh, get some for lunch." And like, yeah. well, what do you want? And we're like, "What do I do?" And what do I? And he would repeat it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> right? I love how like there's a certain line and any anything that'll trigger a line to a movie, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, this is a perfect time to use it." <laughs> yeah, it's fun stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna have to revisit it. All right, here we go. Baby driver, this is my baby voice. Oh, um, I went back and I had a listen to old podcasts Uh-oh. that talked about uh, the baby driver and episode 362. We make you going through puberty. Make- that was gay. <laughs> Bonzo said happy 38th birthday, Donaldo. And <laughs> if he remembered, he'd buy the uh, a new car on his 40th birthday but anyway he said it was easily the potential for Slater but he did give it a dollar at the time so now I think Fonzo will give it a Slater no and episode 378 Tony said it was high rewatchability but the story was nothing new 
So I think he's going to give it a, a dollar. And uh, episode 379, Harley said it was gimmicky. And there was no need to, <laughs> to watch it. Gimmicky? Shit again, but he still gave it a dollar. And he always forgets what he has to say, so I think he's going to give it a dollar again. And, oh, betting. Um, I'm going to bet uh, three points for iOrigins and three points for Baby Driver, oh. if I can. Oh. Bad boys for life. Oh. 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 Fucker. I really fuck up, Harley. No, great. Thanks, Reed. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I tell you what, though. he It doesn't matter because... He, um, he can reach... He's not gonna. He, he's not gonna get sixty-five because he he would have gambled three, mm-hmm. so that would have put him up to fifty, and he only got one point for my dollar, which puts him up to fifty-one, and then he lost three, so that puts him down to forty-eight, I believe. If that math does right. Oh no, he got two because the accident of my dollar, so that would put him at fifty-two. Then he lost three, so he'd end up with forty-nine. Mm-hmm. So just short of fifty. Damn. Would he have been a winner in your book if he would have got at least a fifty? Reed's always a winner in my book. That's fucking good. Except when it's Reed. <laughs> my shit always works sometimes. <laughs> it's like D. <laughs> Sorry to be late, guys. Just in time. <laughs> you know that is a sounder, Tony. <laughs> I should. Yeah. No kidding. All right, next. For the extra credit for Baby Driver, I'm going to say MCP is going to give it a Slater. Alfonso is going to give it a high dollar. Oh, Harley is going to give it a high dollar. And again, betting 18 points. God, God damn. No, dear. No, 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 no. Slater. If I high dollar, oh shit! And so, no, but high dollar. Just some. She gave it a Slater. Yeah, Tony Slater. Yeah, she got that right. She oh, she my, did get it right. Yeah, she got that right. She got my dollar. Uh, right. Yep. She got your high dollar, and she gave my dollar right. Yeah, she but she said high dollar for you, so just one. And then she scored. High, and then she gambled how many? Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, the damn pounds. Uh, I, I got to do the math. It's for yeah. the fuck of it. Here. We'll be right back. 65. We're taking a commercial break. <laughs> One and a half. Plus, um, plus 18. Yeah. We're, uh, she, uh, she's up to uh, 87. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, didn't Art have a huge like number? Or was it Angie last time? Didn't somebody have like the most points? I don't know. But this well, is Evan, uh, that's the way Evan won was by having the like, massive, massive bet. Well, yeah. How many did he finish with? I don't know. Harley has the has the records. I don't. I throw all that shit away. Yeah, he, he has that spreadsheet. He has that Google spreadsheet. He can just look back at, right, Harley? No. Jamal. Correct. Yeah. Fucking lazy. Yeah. Wait. Jeez. All right. Eighty-seven points. Congratulations, yeah. Angie, the yeah, no champ. Kidding. I mean, we have two. We have two more calls left. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. 
They can double their points and still not. Oh no, uh, Evan could put, I guess. He's got 42, so I guess if he doubled it to 84 and he scored all five points at 47 plus 40. Yeah, I guess he could win. Holy shit, this is amazing. All right, she still has like 20 seconds left on her call. May the best person win or the fucking lunatic or whoever's going to bet 33 points or some bullshit. So we'll see. (laughs) And uh, yeah, have a fun show. I'm sure it's going to be fucking crazy. So yeah, love you guys. Have a great show. Peace. Wait a minute. Didn't she just bet 31 points? Between her 18 and her 13? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's talking about other lunatics betting 33. She just bet 31. She mm-hmm. know. You're just two points shy of being a lunatic. That's it. Yeah. We've all, we've all met her. She's pretty loony. Yeah. She's, a, she's down. Yeah. If she's, if she goes to the hardest house and washes dishes, something ain't right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's no G for sure. I mean, she's, yeah. All right, here we go. Driver. I love that movie. That was like the biggest surprise of 2017. Oh, give us your reading. I'm going to say that all three of you guys gave it a slater. So, yeah, those are my pick guys. They gave you the best boys for life. He's going on like his own opinion. They know exactly. Man, I love this movie. I'm going to slater. All y'all give it a slater. Uh, why is it? Why don't we always got to say that? Why do we got to pick, man? Like, Put some work into it, man. I know you've been working your ass off at the store, but come on, man. Get it together, baby. You've been on a slump. You've been on a slump since the podcast started in <laughs> Yeah, like he's never won before. He's been on a slump. Yeah, he, the only time he won was when he was the only one playing. He's been in a slump since he spilled the coffee off, the, the Coke on your your uh cherry Dr. Pepper, get it right, asshole. <laughs> uh, uh, I love you, D. Yeah, it's not it's tough love. You just want to see him do better, right? Yeah, exactly. Try to motivate him. Yeah. You taste that championship, you've been on top of that hill. Let's get back up there. Yeah. None of this fucking easy mostly. That's some bullshit. You ain't even fucking put any effort into it, god damn it. Put the controller down and fucking make some, some goddamn right pick. And Educate the damn rabbit. Do something. God sakes, do an accident and fucking bet some goddamn points. Throw some cojones. Come on. All right. On uh, to the homework. Baby Driver was picked up by another none other than Fonzo, I believe. And I love this movie. This is a good, fun movie. It's pretty deep. And I'm going to say right off the bat, Fonzo, my man, he gave it a fucking slater. Double down. Take it to the bank. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Harley give it a dollar, a high dollar, and MCP, I think he'd go either way. But I'm gonna say he fucking gave it a dollar, and I'm gonna bet 32 points. I'm all in, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> One way or another, someone's winning this week. So that's my pick. Hope you guys are doing it. all right, surviving the coronavirus. Week 17. Salvation is almost at, uh, upon us. So other than that, have a great show, guys. Bad boys for life. Good job, man. Go big or go home. I love it. That's what I'm talking about right there. Progress. Again, go going home. I don't think he went 32. He would go as crazy mm-hmm. as 33. He ain't no lunatic. I, I, Evan's got to go 34. It's got. It's that we got to. You know
and then, $1 30, more. And then 34. <laughs> <laughs> well, he won't win unless he actually bets 40, 42 or whatever. So yeah. let's see what, let's see what he does. Well, hello, bad boys. I'm calling regarding the baby driver. Here I was expecting the long-anticipated third of the trilogy, Baby Boss, starring Alec Baldwin. I was sorely disappointed. Anyway, I had to do some research on this just to try to anticipate what your guesses would be. Fonso, I'm saying that you are upgrading your high dollar to a Slater. God, I hope you are. Tony, I hope because Edgar Wright's birthday was just so recent and some of his work is just so close to your heart that you're going to give this one a Slater. And Harley, God damn it, you better give this a hoy dollar. Hoy, hoy dollar, hoyly. It's great. And you know what? Just fuck it. I'm going to bet it all. Oh, when we you... did it! Yeah. <laughs> so yes. In, you're in. Bad boys for life. Holy crap. So oh, close. So close. Dang. Oh man, I feel bad. I'm sorry, Evan. No, I mean, you know, it's, that's how you got to play it. it just, yeah, he did, yeah. He did the right move. And we, and and you know, you might not be aware of this, but the person that scores the most points is the one that's going to win. Listen up, preach. And and Let Angie, she is. I think she. You know, she's been nice the last couple championships. The last one, she was like, you know, I don't know. She, I think, I think she got a little chip on her shoulder from the last one. She's like, no, fuck that. I'm coming back. I'm going to win this shit and uh, show the boys up. So impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Good job, Angie. <laughs> Get that title back, son. Yeah. I mean, you held it. You held it with pride. You did really well. You know, rookie of the year, winning title. You know, you did. You know, you did great. And you bet all of it. I love it. That's gonna be a shame. But the queen has come back. All right. Yeah. I mean, um, how are you gonna watch? It's been it? a wild ride. Yeah, this is this is was out there. Kids aren't gonna get. You yeah. know, now when she's on the phone, they're gonna show her respect. Oh, the red carpet, rose petals when she gets on the phone now, watch. <laughs> what's that, what's that theme, what's that music that goes like when somebody wins it all? You're like, dun, dun. Like, not the wedding. I was gonna say, when you're walking down the aisle, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> this Congratulations, There you go. There you go. There you go. Wow. By landslide, right? No oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, damn. 
Ooh. I mean, Evan, I mean, Reed actually did pretty good. He, he, he almost place? scored. He had 59 huh? points. Mm-hmm. 59? Or excuse me, 40. 49. Uh, 49. Oh, he almost broke it. It's like the Royal Rumble match. They came in the ring and they just grabbed him, threw him right back out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's like we said, you know, you're going to go big or you're going to go home. So, but she was already so close. Like she was, you know, she played it safe, but, but the, I like, I like her last pick. She's like, you know, fuck, I'm going 18. She had the confidence. She was like, oh, I got this. This baby, mm-hmm. this is good. So. Well done. Well fucking done. And everybody does yeah. a great job. Everybody. Even you, D. But it, so this is it. So now, you know, Andy's going to pick. She'll have, she's going to have the homework, right? Yeah, she'll have the homework. Yeah. And Reed will have the extra credit. Yep. Cool. All right. So let us know in the messenger once you guys listen to the episode. Yep. Back to normal. Don't worry about it. We can chop shit up. Or did we? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to play the dun, 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 music. What's that, what's that suspenseful music, Tony? Somebody, you know, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, like, what's the music that gets played when the king comes in? Like the trumpets are playing? Yeah. Tony's playing right now. This is Wedding March. <laughs> uh, that's Harley, that's Harley, was Harley has his crown on his head. He's playing. You really like the horns are playing. Like, yeah, do the do the King's March or whatever. Uh, like, yeah, the Queen King's King March. Horns and shit, right, Harley? Yeah. Is there a certain movie? No, not that I can think of. Oh, you know what, Harley? Do King Jerry Lawler's theme. There you go. Yeah. How? Look up King Jerry Lawler's theme. I don't even know how to spell that. That should be it. Jerry Lawler? Oh, Lawler. Got it. O A L. O A W. There you go. Is that Harley? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Congratulate Angie now while the music's playing in the background. Ready? Congratulations, Angie. You're the you're the uh, the champ. You go. Uh, it was a long, long fought victory. And, uh, you managed to embarrass everybody else by scoring 87 points. Huge. Queen of Hearts. They're going off with their heads and everybody should decapitate everybody. I think, I think, uh, you know, the accents, big part of it. Mm-hmm. She continually came with the accents week after week. But I swear, she just like pointed pointed to the outfield and was like, nope, swinging. Yeah, exactly. Watch this. Oh, yeah. No, she called the, the fucking home run. She yeah. pulled a full on paper there at the end. And she did a blindfold too. She said, watch this, yo. Because she was like, I don't even need to fucking do the accent here at the end. Um, <laughs> That's true. Damn. There you go. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. Good job. So now that you guys said um, messenger, let us know what the homework's going to be, and so join us on that episode. On yeah, ninety-eight. And she can tell us; she can tell her kids live on the podcast. Right. I am on the phone. Right. I am on the phone. Thank you. If we get a live one, man, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. So cool. Angie, I, am on, again. I am on the podcast. I'm on the podcast. 
I'm the queen. I'm the champion. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. I'm the champion. She's got like her, her husband like um, on his knees, like uh, like a chair, and she sit on him the entire episode. Her kids are feeding oh, her grapes. Her kids are feeding her grapes and fanning her while she's recording. <laughs> I'll take this victory to her head. It'd be amazing. Again, congratulations, congratulations, Reed. Congratulations, everybody. You guys are all winners in our hearts. Except for Harlow. He hates Reed. That's another story. Another day. But hopefully they can make up when uh, Reed ever wins again. They'll make up. Don't believe Reed. <laughs> Don't believe him. So there we go. So, how was y'all's weekends? Boring as fuck. Damn. Yeah, I, I worked all weekend, so nothing I, interesting. Nothing, huh? No. Okay. Oh, Friday night, um, we we hung out with friends on Google Hangouts for about an hour. Just yeah. had some. What did you do? Just just got on. Ate, we we ate some dinner a dinner on on Cam. I called it a muck bang out. Oh shit! Um, so that was, that was kind of cool. Is that a sex maneuver or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were having. Hey, maybe let's try the muck banger tonight. <laughs> muck bang out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah that was the most excitement and then back back to work well i had listen to listen to Couchlands, which is uh the streaming of lost lands from from last year which is a uh dubstep rave out in ohio i think um so it's all just dubstep so head banging all day long it was great um but yeah it worked and then Watched shows out of the side of my eye. And were you driving while it lanes doing the five k? Oh no! Um, yeah, no, yeah. I was limping my ass trying to trying to get to the get to the overpass before she she ran that lap. Um, it was just running around here on San and uh, CSE San Marcos. Did you have a wheelchair? How are you getting? I should have. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm I mean I'm hobbling around okay. Uh, with no, no pain when I walk, I just can't fully put all my weight into my right foot. But, uh, yeah, so she did the 5k. She can't, she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> well, before and after picture said it all. Right? Yeah. Why, uh, what did she hate about the 5k? Oh, um, she hated that, uh, it got hot. It was, um, she had, so she's, she's been having a hip impingement and so it flared up like halfway through on both sides. So she was dealing with that pain. Um, and then at one point she, uh, she found out like the, the timing was off and we weren't going to make it back to yoga. So she was upset about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just, it just deteriorated pretty quickly. Um, oh, and then at one point her watch like turned off like right at the end and she oh. couldn't like get it to turn back on to tell her where she was at. Like she was at like three, like 3.01 miles and she needs to hit 3.2 something in order to do 5k. And it was, a, it, so there's a lot of little things. So by the end of it, she was like, I'm done. Let's go home. <laughs> there's a fucking tiger. Yeah, she's like, I'd rather do CrossFit. Fuck this running stuff. Okay, in her hip too, there, partner. What's that? Take it easy. And you set her hips out of place, so take it easy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just old. Oh, see, get trade her apart. Go. Got to trade her in. There you go. But yeah, so 
Yeah, man, for me, I'm essential. Business as usual. You know, working. I mean, they're trying to keep us away from customers' home, but every job I go to, the fucking internet's slow and you have no TV and um, still getting my gift card, getting my snack pack. Now they gave us bleach and paper towels. I guess some guy said the hand sanitizer bottle they gave us wasn't enough. So now they gave us bleach. And I'm like, what the hell? They had a cool Star Wars mask that my buddy Jeff, um, I guess one of his friend's kid was make, making like the um, special mask. And he's asked if I wanted one. I said, sure. And uh, he showed me the prints and he had a Star Wars one. And I'm like, cool. Rad. Yeah. Can't have any other ones. I want like Immortan Joe from Fury Road. That would have been rad. But Ooh. Just seeing customers looking at it would have been, you know, freaking out. I'm already wearing a mask anyways. So it's just kind of funny. Um, uh, but yeah, so, you know, like I said, I've been having like the last Fridays off for like the last three weeks. So it's been, it's been nice only working three days a week. Um, unfortunately this yeah, Friday was my last Friday off. So, but I really enjoyed it, but I did take off like something in December so I could have, you know, Christmas and New Year's off. So I'm have like 17 days off in December. In, in January, so that's gonna be amazing. Um, but like I said, I accumulated enough hours so I can. Oh, I just wanted to get it early in case, because last time we're, we're so low staff that only two people can be off. Damn. I wanted to make sure I was the other guy. <laughs> and, uh, what do we do? Just chilled. I mean, uh, we're going back and forth, playing a scavenger hunt with the kids, writing poems and sticking them on the house. So I, I drew, like, I drew up a star, cut it out, put a piece of tape. Taped it, and Amy was writing these cool little poems, and they had to find it, so that was kind of fun. Um, just going back and forth from walking to Lula and uh, coming home. Uh, Amy finally got crew outside, besides the two walks that we did on Friday and Saturday. Crew hasn't left the house. <laughs> so she took them to mm. Walmart at the parking lot to do the carryout, and then took to Costco, and he helped stop and helped put stuff in the car, and actually even take it out of the car, put it in the car. And then we got home, took the groceries out, so it was really cool. And uh, his birthday's coming up in this on this Wednesday on Earth Day. He'll be eleven. And, Dang, uh, damn, it's weird, man. A birthday during the pandemic, which is sad too, because the day before is uh, Amy's sister uh, sister in law, uh, Melanie. Her kid Mallory's going to turn one. It's her first birthday, and it's through the pandemic. It sucks. It's like, oh man, the first birthday. She, you know, yeah, but at least I feel worse for. I feel yeah. She don't know if she's missing yeah. Us. One year old, you're not going to remember. Feel Somebody like crew who's like, I got friends. I want to hang out with my friends, yeah. you know? Yeah, he wanted to have, That's tough. have kids come over, yeah. But my sister, I got him something and it came early. He was supposed to come today. It came yesterday. He's got this like huge mouse pad, um, with the keyboard lens in and it lights up. So now he's got a light up mouse, light up mouse pad, light up keyboard. Now he just wants a badass computer. So, cool. Uh, he wants a gaming computer. I was looking in this fucking expensive. But uh, yeah, we're just chill. We're still healthy and staying home, doing our part. Kids, you know, they love being at home. So um, I got a bunch of movies I can watch so, and video games. So I'm not too bored. <laughs> um, and I got my book to read. Uh, I was reading an interview with, um, actually, in the book, the the Crow. I got a special edition book. There's two songs that he remember listening to a lot when he's writing the book. So I kept playing those mu- the music over and over again. In fact, I had the score, so I wanted to play the score while reading the book. So that'd be kind of neat too. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just that's what I've been doing. What about, what about you, Harley? Uh, weather's been nice, so we've been doing a lot of outside. We're 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 trying to um, kind of renovate our backyard. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the pictures. We have a big 
grass back. The entire backyard is grass. And, um, uh, because we live in the desert, it, it, the original owners, uh, laid sod because the soil we have in Lake Chastine is real sandy. And so it doesn't grow. So if you want to grow anything, you have to bring in dirt. And so like all of our, we grow, um, we have a couple raised beds and wine barrels and shit like that, that we grow, um, vegetables and tomatoes and shit and stuff. And so we're trying to do more of that. And some of the, the pandemic has kind of motivated us to grow more food too. I mean, obviously it's, it's nothing compared to how much we consume, but, um, you know, we just think it'd be nice, you know, grow a lot of tomatoes and a lot of stuff grows pretty well in the summer. If you keep it, keep it, um, keep enough water in it. Cause we get plenty of sun that is. So we, we've been throwing around the idea. There's a, there's a handful of sections in the grass that have died off over the years. And I haven't, I'm not a, I'm not a big um, lawn guy. Like I don't know the best ways to keep lawn. And I did some research and, you know, fertilize this and water and water and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. I just don't have the time or the patience or the energy to, to, to take care of the lawn. And so there's been some sections that they get too much sun and, and they've started to die off and you can see it's just kind of the sod underneath. And so we've thought about, and now we've decided to basically cut out probably about half of the backyard grass and then use it for growing food, basically putting in some more raised beds and stuff like that. So that that's what we've decided. And we, so we've, we've been working on that. Um, I went on a ride today. Got fucking stung by another goddamn bee. What the hell? I I get stung. I've been stung by bees three times while riding a motorcycle. I've been stung in the temple. I've been stung twice. I've been stung in the hand. And once today I got stung in the neck. This time I didn't actually get stung until I got off the bike. I don't know if he was stuck in my helmet or something, but then... I pulled my helmet off, I hung it up, and then as I was uh, taking my jacket off, I felt something stung me in the neck. And I was like, ow. And then so I was like, oh, fuck. So, so I went inside, I took my jacket off, and then I could feel something in my, my, underneath my shirt. And so I wiggled my shirt and the fucking, he was still alive. Although it wasn't after I fucking squashed his ass. The bee fell out, it was in my shirt. So I don't know why, but he stung me in my neck. So, I mean, I'm okay. It's fine. Didn't even swell up, but it hurt, obviously. So, um, that was cool. We went for a little ride today. Um, we're going a little crazy, a little stir crazy. The three of us being cooped up in the house. Um, you know, we go for walks. I go for walks almost every day. I take Mazzy out and we walk like a mile around the, the, um, kind of the neighborhood. But, um, I'm starting to go crazy, like not being around, like, you know, going to hanging out at a friend's house or this or that. Like, so that, that's, that's no bueno. I'm not enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm genuinely starting to, you know, and it's cool. I'm fortunate where I get to work from home. And, and so that's worked out pretty well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I could, um, I could, I could, I could do without the coronavirus right now. <laughs> yeah. What about you? 
I guess you guys said your shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, Store crazy. Some people, I mean, people were um, here in San Diego protesting. <laughs> um, oh, they're doing that too? Yeah. yeah. San Diego too. It's like, come on, man. Stay home. It's like, kidding me? You can stay home all day long. Have you noticed the, the protesters are still wearing masks? It's like, if really? you think it's not, if you think it's not a real thing, if you think it's a hoax, no, oh, fuck you wearing a yeah. mask. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, hopefully everyone's staying safe and still, you know, doing their part and just, you know, staying home and we'll get through this, you know. Um, it's just, uh, you know, just fucking stay home. Like, like when I, when I, uh, now that this weather's gotten nice, uh, when I was going to work, I see a lot of people going outside. But, you know, if it's cool, they're jogging, whatever, you get exercise, it's cool. Just don't be going to the beach or like the, uh, Florida. Opening the beach and shit. It's like, come on, man. What are you doing? But, uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it for us for episode 498 the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted all things movies. We crowned a new winner. Again, congratulations, Angie. Yeah. Champ is smoking again. Ooh. Don't call it a comeback. Been here for years. Seriously. <laughs> and, and then, you know, Reed as well. Come in in a second. And give me, give us the extra credit for next week. Yeah, Reed was that close, man. He almost right. had it for sure. And remember, and for the next championship, next season, uh, whoever the winner is will get a brand new copy of, uh, Blu-ray, uh, Bad Boys for Life, courtesy of your Bad Boys podcast family. For just a little appreciation for us, um, for listening and donating every, every, uh, week or, yeah, yeah. every month, month, month. Yeah. yeah, every month. And, um, you know, just a little appreciation and it's just the perfect timing. It's, you know, some movies coming out and, uh, uh, just want to say, it's like I say a thank you. And you'll also get to pick the homework and join us as well, but just a little extra bonus for you guys. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to do it. You guys got anything else? Nope. No, I got nothing. No. So just before we leave, the episode's going to be all played in back and reverse. So hopefully you guys will understand. <laughs> it. And, uh, it won't be too difficult to decide. <laughs> but it is, it is, I have been told if you play the podcast in reverse, there are some seats that have a chance. Is that right? Yeah, I was just going to say, Dr. Sang will come to life. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, Dr. Sang, yeah, Dr. Sang, we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.